uh, total time do you need with them? Uh, 10, 15 minutes. 10, 15? Okay. All right, thank you. I'll call you back. Is this job that miserable? What does that mean? We have an interview with Vinatieri. You just heard it. You just heard it live. <laughs> we have an interview with Vinatieri. That was the Colts PR guy. Basically, I assume everybody and their mom wants to talk to Adam Vinatieri today. Sure. He just broke a record that's never going to be yeah. broken. Let's get to it. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, joining me now is a man from South Dakota. He's an Italian. He played in Amsterdam. He played in New England. He played in Indianapolis. And now he sits atop the points mountain as king in the history of the NFL. Nobody has ever scored more points than this man. Nobody will ever score more points than this man. The Paisan, the old ass Adam Vinatieri. Hey, hey, hey! Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for sneaking us <laughs> I in. I tell here. you what, I, I, I saw, I saw your, I saw your uh, top of the mountain thing yesterday. I. <laughs> Literally had to watch it about three or four times, laughed, <laughs> laughed and cried the whole time. It was awesome. I had to make the Italian bulldozer job. I had to get the Italian side, you know what I mean? You're you're quite a paisan. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. The only thing I wish it wasn't had like three parts so you wouldn't have to like scan to the next one and listen to it. I wish it could have, you know, I wish this social media needs to figure out a way where you can do a five-minute piece and not have to like cut to the next one to the next one to the next one you know what i mean that's on twitter Vinny. that's on twitter instagram as <laughs> the minute i know I, I i'm just saying i'm just saying they need to figure out how anyway keep going <laughs> i want to let you know there was a lot of conversation about what photos went into that video a certain shirtless photo was definitely almost in there and i pulled it out i pulled it out well, that's when I was a whole lot younger, less gray, and probably body fat was probably <laughs> at least a solid 5 to 7% less at that point. How's your body feel now, man? You just battled through a groin injury, which is a nightmare of an injury for a kicker because it just nags and nags and nags. I saw it the week before. I knew something was wrong with you. I was in the stadium. I did that old man kicking thing. I saw you hitting balls and mm -hmm. warm-ups. The balls were flying ugly. Then you came out late out of halftime, and I knew something was wrong. I was like, Vinny's hurt, and then it came out you had a groin injury. They worked out other kickers, and then you still battled through and did that. Was there any way you were going to miss that Oakland Raiders game? Well, two things. First and foremost, Aaron Burrell, our, our physical therapist, did a fantastic job. We we worked long and hard hours all week long to to get it under control and to, to get it good enough to go. And, and I tell you what, I know you've always mentioned that I'm a pretty competitive guy. I w sat in the training room, looked out the window, and watched three guys try to try to c battle to take my job for a week. And I tell you what, that that above anything and everything probably told me there's absolutely no way I'm not going to play this weekend because, um, you know, with all due respect to all them guys, I, I didn't want to be standing on the sideline watching somebody else do my job. So it, it was, you know, a collective hard work between – you know, the training staff, Aaron, I guess myself too, to, to make sure we were ready to go. But it was, uh, it was, I was very, very happy to be able to go out there and, and be able to kick yesterday. Did you think back to the year where Matt Stover was kicking and you weren't whenever you saw those three dudes working out for the team? You were like, I ain't ever doing that a fuck again. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if I was thinking that, but yeah, it was kind of the same kind of feeling. And they're laughing at me. Aaron's telling me to get away from the window and come over and get some treatment. And I was, I was trying to, I, if I could have, I probably would have went outside and did some push-ups right next to him <laughs> just, to, just to show off. But uh, but I didn't. <laughs> the uh, the Colts never called me and asked me to kick. I put a good resume on tape there, kicking as an old man. They never asked me to come try out, so I was a little upset about that as pretty, well. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty. Dis 
disrespectful and you know i don't, I don't know man i you probably should make a phone call about that i just did i just sent it out <laughs> into the universal see what happens uh how whenever you were hitting the ball in oakland in warm-ups they showed you right before you went out to kick that 25 yarder and you had this look on your face and it seemed as if you kind of realized what was about to happen was there any thoughts going out to that kick that you're about to walk into a place that no man has ever been uh a of points that no man will ever go in the nfl did you realize the because when you do that snow kick right you have no idea in the moment that that's going to be the biggest kick in nfl history when you hit the game winners in the super bowl yes you know those are big kicks but going out there you have no idea how big it's going to be for this particular 25 yarder going out on the field you had to have known how big this is for the history of football was there any thoughts going out there well, I, I, you know, obviously over the last year, as the points get closer and the media talks about it a little bit more, I mean, I, I knew where we were at point wise. I knew that, um, this game, we needed five points and all of a sudden we get an extra point and a field goal. You know, it, it was kind of one of those situations that obviously I knew the next points that we had were going to be potentially the one that breaks the record. Um, yeah, you know, I don't want to say it was anticlimactic at, by any means going out there right before halftime and we're down by four, but um, you know, it was a it was a it was a cool moment. It was it was unbelievable to have um, all my teammates out there, you know, giving me some love and, and showing that. You know, it would have been unbelievable if you would have been there too, buddy. You and I did a lot of those points together as well. But um, I, you know, I think at the moment it was like I was trying just to stay. Hey, this is this is we're in the middle of the game. It's just some points. Let's go. But at the end of the game, when we when we called it up at the end, and Frank handed me a, a game ball, and and all the guys were around. I mean, that was a that was a really really special moment. And I think I'll probably be able to appreciate it a lot more when I sit back and think about it more. You know, it was uh, it, it, I don't know. It's one of those situations where where I never thought I'd play this long. I never thought I'd have an opportunity to. I remember playing against Morton and. 2007 i believe and that was his last year and i was thinking man this guy exactly what you always said to me this guy is so old and, <laughs> long, and this number is so big that there's no way anybody's going to get there but you know the last couple of years as we slowly chipped away at it and kept going at it you know you know the thought became close to reality and it's it's amazing my wife and i even last night we just sat there and talked about it when i got home and she said you know we 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 saw that number and you, you said adam you know Let's let's make a run for it, and and these years and years and years together just kind of came to that moment, and pretty special to to sit there and and it's it's a weird feeling when you go. Nobody in the history of the NFL has kicked more points than that. It's it's a weird feeling because then you sit there and go, really? I mean, like, let's keep you know, I I, just, I don't know. It's just just different, you know. Yeah, I completely understand. What'd you do after the game? Did you and the lady have some wine, maybe some uh, beers, or did your kids just beat the <laughs> hell out of you afterwards? <laughs> you know, I, it, it, this is how special my family is. After the game, they, they went and made a bunch of signs and decorated the house and, and did a bunch of stuff. So at, at about 2 o'clock in the morning when I get home, um, my wife hears the car come in and she gets all the kids up, so they're all there when I got there. And, hey, Dad, congratulations. It was it was a wild moment. It was it uh, it was it was pretty special, you know, just being able to. Even though it's two o'clock in the morning, they should be sleeping. They got school tomorrow. Uh, for them to come and give me a big hug, and you know, just it just shows the the commitment that that not only I mean, 
obviously as a football player, you know what you have to do, but the commitment that your family goes through as well over all these years to to support and, and, and do all that stuff as well was, was a pretty pretty awesome thing. Was there any thought right after you kicked that ball, take the cleats off, <laughs> tell everybody to suck it, and walk right out of the stadium? <laughs> uh, not, not at that moment, not for sure, because uh, we were in a pretty good battle at that point, and we, we, needed, uh, we needed all the juice that we could to get through that game. But, uh, no, I, you know, it's funny, we – People have always said that, and hey, yeah, you just walk off the field, and ha-ha, you know, that'd be a hilarious moment, but uh, that's not my style, you know. I, I'm hoping that we can keep uh, keep putting some more points on that, like you said, and make that make that number untouchable to anybody else, hopefully. I always said that you should do that. <laughs> you said people try to be the nice guy. I always said, as soon as you get that goddamn record, as soon as that ball goes through the uprights, I'd take my cleats off, shoulder pads <laughs> off. I'd be telling everybody to go ahead and suck one. I'm going to get out of here. I always said you should have done it, but you're a man of class. You're a man of class. Uh, Morton Anderson recorded a message and sent it to you. I don't know if you saw it. He was wearing his uh, gold jacket from a golf course, basically saying, can't wait to see you in Canton. Have you and him talked at all leading up to this whole thing? Uh, I haven't. No, um, I know that they that at one point he was. If we were going to break it at home, he was going to plan on coming to to Indianapolis. But um, we it, it, that didn't obviously didn't happen because of the situation. And uh, I have not talked to him yet. But uh, you know, I think the last time, you know, I obviously congratulated him when he when he got into the hall and. You got a huge respect for for what he did for the league and and how he set the bar so high for all kickers and and, and I, as a kid growing up I I you know I tried to I mean he was one of my heroes for sure so you know the fact that that he sent that note which he didn't have to do but but uh, that was pretty awesome and with, with you know a lot of respect for him. Um. All right, man. There was times in college when you sucked at kicking footballs there was times there was times in amsterdam i'm sure you sucked at kicking footballs there was times in new england where i'm sure you sucked at kicking footballs there was games in indianapolis where you probably thought you were never going to be able to come back from what is the biggest takeaway from your career now that you are the undisputed greatest kicker of all time what are some messages you think that younger players should take from your career well, just like you said, I think a small town kid from South Dakota um, that can be on the top of the scoring board now, in my mind, it just it shows that anybody can do anything that they want to if they have the the will and the determination to do. You know, honestly, for me, I never thought I'd play this long, but I think I think the the most important thing is is staying focused and keeping your mind on the goal and just working your ass off and and keep doing everything that you can. Um, to be the best that you can and 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 then i guess at that point wherever you end up you can you can look yourself in the mirror and say hey this i did everything i could i always tell my son i said obviously you you do it for the 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 emblem on your on your helmet but you're also doing it for the name on your back and and in on the back of your jersey um you know whatever you're going to do do the best that you can at whatever it is and you'll always be proud of yourself so for me you know i i just think that was the, the the longevity is probably the thing that I'm the most in, in, I'm the most proud of more so than any particular kick just the ability to be able to year in and year out compete with all the young guys and to compete with 
with uh, guys that are always trying to take my job and and uh, still still be going at it to me I think is probably one of the most my my personal goal I think well I'll tell you what you watching three bums kick outside and decide that you're going <laughs> to fucking push through a groin injury <laughs> is just a a staple of your competitiveness you are a legend uh, all these years you're about to pick up your 401k like two years from now checks don't bounce cuz keep it moving you're the absolute man appreciate you buddy thank you congrats man this is pretty awesome I hope you really enjoy this no, I love it. Um, hey, Conti, Vinny, I appreciate you guys so much. Hey, Conti, why'd you let three? All right, man. Hey, Conti, you know if you didn't yeah. have if you didn't have those three bums come kick outside and right in Vinny's face, Vinny never breaks the points record. I think you should feel good about that. You know it was great. As soon as that day happened, he walked past our office and he goes, "Hey, I'm fucking kicking on Sunday." I was so pumped. I was so pumped. I was like, "Let's go!" Yeah, it was great. <laughs> All right, have so, a good one. I appreciate bye, you, Conti. No problem. Bye. Take care, bud. Hey, Vinny. See thank you, you, buddy. I'll go. Bye, fuck. bud. Yep. See ya. That's right. hysterical. <laughs> Absolutely hysterical. My favorite Vinatieri story, I don't think I've ever told it. I think the newspaper, local newspaper, might have wrote about it here in the last, because I told them about it. My favorite Vinatieri story was from my rookie year. We were undefeated. Vinatieri was not kicking for numerous weeks because he had a hip surgery, I believe, a knee surgery. He had like three surgeries that offseason. He was kind of dealing with some ailing things, and they brought in Matt Stover, okay? So Matt Stover's kicking, and now it's like week 10, week 11. Uh, we're undefeated at this point. We're definitely going to make a playoff run. Bill Polian uh, wanted to see if Vinatieri's hip and knee was healthy. Okay, for the playoffs, because if you're going to get in the playoffs, there's only one kicker you want in the playoffs, and that's Adam Vinatieri. So Vinny and Aaron Burrell, the guy he gave credit to for getting his groin back together, were working every single day to get Vinny back healthy enough to kick. Matt Stover fills in for like seven weeks there, kicking well, whatever it is. Vinny, though, just working, working. He's at every single practice. They didn't put him on, on IR. <laughs> Everybody was wondering why they're not putting Vinny on IR. He's taking up a roster spot, but we're undefeated, so it's not that big of a deal. It's all because in the playoffs, you want Adam Vinatieri kicking yeah. balls for you. That's what you want. So he's not on IR. He's not on IR. Week 10, maybe week 11 or 12, something like that, Vinatieri is now healthy enough to kick balls. He had been kicking by himself with Aaron Burrell away from the team. Now they want to see if Vinny can kick with the team. Let's see if he's back for full thing. So our special teams coach name was Ray Richleski, a guy that was in way over his head. He comes in to the special teams meeting, which happens every single day, every single morning. He comes in, he goes, uh, today we are going to have uh, two kickers out there. Uh, it's not a competition. It's not a competition. <laughs> Matt Stover, who's our starting kicker and has been doing a great job. Matt, you've been doing a great job. <laughs> he will kick first from the spot. Then Adam Vinatieri will come and kick from the same spot. We'll do that for 10 spots. It's not a competition. And everybody looks around like, oh, this sounds like a fucking competition. <laughs> hey, hey, this sounds like a fucking competition, right? And I I'm a person who's been to kicking camps before. This is exactly how a kicking competition works. Mm -hmm. Is this spot, you go, I go. You go, I go. Stover goes first. So that meeting ends and everybody's like, oh, 
okay, Vinny's back. Vinny was very much loved by the team. Matt Stover was kind of the reason why the kicking stereotype is the kicking stereotype. Kind of off by himself, kind of a nerd, mm-hmm. kind of flaky. He was a nice guy to me, very nice guy to me, but very much he and I would never hang out, ever, okay? So everybody's like, oh, Vinny's back. Everybody's excited. Like, Vinatieri's back. Here we go. So we're walking out to the practice, and Justin Snow, who's a long snapper, looks at me and goes, why are you so relaxed? I was like, oh, this is awesome, bro. The two greatest kickers of this generation are about to have a kicking contest. He said, yeah, and you're right in the fucking middle of it. Have you thought about that? I was like, oh, no, I haven't. He's like, yeah, one bad snap from me, one bad hold from you. We're fucking over a legend quickly. I was like, oh, why are you so negative? Why are you putting that in my head right now, Justin? So he's like, well, that's something to think about. I was like, no, I don't want to, th- I don't want to think about that. I just want to think about, hey, I'm right in the middle of this, right? So then we get out there for the field goal period. It's the first fucking period of the day okay they hit the horn field goal we got bill polian standing right behind us the entire scouting department this is not normal the entire scouting department's behind us all the coaches are standing behind us normally there's like little off meetings happening while field goal periods happening not today reggie wayne peyton manning the entire offense it's like a half moon surrounding the (laughs) field goal operation okay so then i start looking around and i look at snow and so it's like see this is the fucking (laughs) this everybody's gonna see this i'm like oh this is awesome right so the first one Matt Stover's up and I've told a story about how Matt Stover kicked Matt Stover has a full conversation with Matt Stover before every single kick like one two three one two three come on Matt for Jesus for Jesus and then he kicks it through it was a 20 yard extra point was the first kick Matt Stover kicks it through nothing from the crowd okay Everybody in the Colts organizations, I think Jim Mercy was even on a golf cart uh-huh. sitting right there watching. Uh-huh. So then Vinatieri steps up. And this is the first time anybody on the team had seen Vinatieri kick for probably three months. So snap, hold, Vinny kicks it. And you hear like Reggie Wayne was like, okay, Vinny. So that kind of like opened the gates for like everybody. He's like, all right, we're allowed to pick sides here. We're allowed to pick sides here. So Stover goes for the next kick. It's like a 27-yarder probably on the left hash. Tong off the upright. It's like, ooh. So Vinny steps up and you hear like a Let's go! Vinny, bang, right through this center, right? Now there's starting to be like a little bit of an applause from yeah. the group. You even hear like Bill Polian be like, we got the son of a bitch back. <laughs> Everybody's excited. Matt Stover goes on to go, I think he won four for 10 or three for 10. Uh-huh. Vinatieri goes 10 for 10, okay? Ooh. This is why Adam Vinatieri is Adam Vinatieri. He goes 10 for 10. The entire place is like, Vinny's back. This is our motherfucking guy. Vinny goes into the, the training room after that. His shit's hurting though like he's see because uh-huh. we went from like 50 i think we went from like 55 maybe to end it stover missed obviously vinatieri makes it goes in the training room though his hip is fucking killing him and he's like bill polian talks to me you know, how are you doing he's like i'm hurting but i think i'm okay you know i think i can get through it matt stover though went into polian's office like i ain't doing this shit anymore <laughs> no 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 you are not sending me out there in front of the whole team to compete with adam vinatieri every day i don't know how the conversation went with polian i don't know exactly how it went but if I had to guess, it would be like, I ain't fucking losing a Vinatieri every single goddamn day. It's either him or me, is what Stover said. It's either him or me, him or me. And since Vinatieri's hip was hurting and knee was hurting, we went with Stover for the rest of the trip. 52-yard field goal, I think third or fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. Stover misses it. Saints go score. If that's Vinatieri, probably makes it, probably wins the Super Bowl. We probably keep it moving. But instead, it was a situation that happened in practice that nobody heard about, and it is the reason why Adam Vinatieri is Adam Vinatieri. That little Uh. story he told about the three guys working outside and him fucking just basically ready to run through a wall, that's what Adam Vinatieri is. When I got to the Colts, I have a huge like. 
Bigger leg than any human probably ever come in the NFL. Just had a fucking monster. I mean, I kick a soccer ball 120-some miles an hour. It's just the way it goes. I was kicking on the same day as Vinatieri, and I went like five yards behind him, which is always my move. I just It's a fun little game I play. People kick. I go five yards behind them. I kick. Same thing. Same thing. Same. Even if I'm not putting it in, I just want them to hear the go past their head like this motherfucker. So I did to Vinatieri. First day, I go back to 60. He walks that thing right back next to me. I go to 65. He walks that thing right back next to me. I go back to 70. He walks that thing right back next to me. They're like, no, you can't fuck. Vinny, you're going to blow your goddamn <laughs> hip. And it was from that day forward, we never kicked on the same day, ever. Because I was just hoping that I would... We were trying to save Adam from himself yeah, yeah. and also save me from being an asshole and fucking him <laughs> over. Vinatieri is the most competitive human in the history of sports. Nobody will ever recognize that because he's just a kicker, but that man will do anything, and I mean anything, to make sure he's at an elite level. And that Matt Stover, Adam Vinatieri situation is... By far my favorite situation of all time. Snow is just freaking out. And me in the middle just like, oh, this is pretty cool. (laughs) Look at this. Oh, you two battling? Okay. And then for me, Stover likes the ball held very different than Vinatieri did, right? Mm -hmm. So it's two different holds. Not that that really means much to the common person. But to a holding kick situation, you give somebody a bad hold, it's a guaranteed miss. I can miss a kick for anybody anytime I want. As a holder, you can miss a kick anytime you want for anybody. So that I didn't really think about that until Snow like was starting to put it in my head, like, hey, you can fuck this up for a legend. I'm like, oh, I didn't even. <laughs> but then well, after Stover's first miss, I like looked at him. I was like, was that my fault? And he was like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either. Awesome moment. Very proud of Adam Vinatieri, man. Very, very proud He's of the him. Best. I do think I put the, I don't want to say I put it in his, in his ear. He mentioned it in the interview. But I mentioned the points record uh-huh. to him. I was like, ah, I think I can go get this. And I think he's just been a guy that that number, once it gets in his head, because in his head he thinks, oh, Morton Anderson's a better kicker than me. If Morton Anderson has that record, he's a better kicker than me. And then there it is. No sleeping. Uh-huh. This is Matt. St- you might as well be Matt Stover in this situation. He's going <laughs> right to the fucking top whether you like it or not. And that's why Vinatieri will be a Hall of Famer. Very thankful he joined us, man. What a cool guy. Where you're betting at is just as important as who you're betting on. Mm -hmm. Did you bet on the Pittsburgh Steelers money line just on Sunday? You should have. (laughs) Did you bet on the Cincinnati Bengals money line the other day? You should have. Did you bet on the Kansas City Chiefs doing what the Kansas City Chiefs does? Absolutely you should have done that. And if you listen to this show, all we will give you is good bets. And there's only one place to go that isn't just a good bet, but a great bet. And that's mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is the one-stop shop to gamble on anything and everything in the world. Do you want to gamble on the NFL? Of course you do. It makes the games a lot more interesting. Do you want to gamble on baseball that is now over? Of course you did. (laughs) Do you want to gamble on reality TV, politics, maybe even hockey? (laughs) Do people gamble on hockey now? They're going to now after the announcement that the NHL's partnered with MGM. There we go. No matter what you want to gamble on, if you want to make something just a little bit more fantastic, a little bit more spectacular, maybe build up your interest into something a little bit more, is get a horse in a race, and there's only one place to gamble, and that's MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the greatest gambling website on earth, not only because you can bet on everything, it's because they're the best customer service on earth. If you have a question, they'll answer you. If you make a big bet and hit, they'll pay you. And there's only one way to 
sign up for my booking. That's with promo code PAT when you get a 100% bonus on your first deposit up to $1,000. This Thursday, beat Pat McAfee at 11.50 on all my social media channels. I will be playing a mystery children's game. <laughs> they shipped it in a box to this office, and it'll be a mystery children's game, and there's a whole bunch of bets. Yep. Will I win? Will I be a solo or will I be competing against somebody? Basically, if you like to gamble and want to make a little bit more money, mybookie.ag is the only place to do it because it's the greatest. Mybookie.ag. Go hammer the beat Pat McAfee that I'm going to beat the shit out of that kid's game and just keep it moving. Also, ButcherBox is the most beautiful box of meat that I've ever seen in my entire life. It's high-quality, healthy protein you can trust. 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage-bred pork. That's old-world pork before they bred out all the fat and flavor to make it the other white meat. Mm. A.K.A., this is pigs the way they were meant to be. Yep. None of that other bullshit. They're so old. <laughs> ButcherBox is incredibly convenient. It's delivered right to your door on dry ice. Free shipping anywhere in the 48 states. Sorry, Alaska and Hawaii. <laughs> Sorry. It has unbelievable taste. There's a huge difference in taste between animals raised on pasture and those fed grain and concentrated animal feedlot operations. Don't take the concentration camp animals. Take the pasture-fed animals. It's exclusive, hard to get. Outside of ButcherBox, this type of high-quality meat is hard to find. For those who live in food deserts, it is near <laughs> impossible. For those who live in big cities with expensive supermarkets, i.e. Whole Foods. Our prices and varieties are hard to beat. Get $20 off plus free bacon in your first box by going to ButcherBox.com and use the code PAT at checkout. ButcherBox delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed and finished beef. Their meat is so damn good, your it. taste buds will do absolute backflips. And you don't have to go anywhere. It gets delivered right to your door. I don't know what meat's good. They do. Yep. I don't know where to go. Butcherbox.com, promo code PAT. Get $20 off and free bacon for the best meat of your life delivered right to your door. This is the season to have great meat in your mouth. Mm. Butcherbox.com, promo code PAT. <laughs> Hello, it is Tuesday, October 30th, one day before the spooky, daunting Halloween. <laughs> You know, there's a big push to move Halloween to the third or fourth Saturday of every single month. There's a lot of parents that are sick of taking their kids out on school <laughs> nights, taking them trick-or-treating. Halloween is October 31st. Yes. Move the trick-or-treating to Saturday if your neighborhood wants to be soft. Mm -hmm. But don't be attacking everybody just no. because you're soft. Those nights going out on a school night used to be the best. Mm -hmm. Used to be the absolute best. Going the next morning, what you guys do last night? Oh, TP'd 14 houses. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbed some candy. Went to the rich neighborhood. Got some real big candy bars. At one point we're even rollerblading behind a jeep wrangler I mean, it was a good <laughs> night last night and those tales will be gone if they move halloween now granted everybody had their halloween parties this past weekend mm -hmm. and uh it was one of those things where you scroll through the internet and i feel like people are getting good at halloween again it halloween got real lazy there for a while halloween <laughs> got bad for a while but now with social media mm -hmm. the resurgence of halloween costumes being good has had to come full circle. Diggs, you had an incredible party this weekend. I'm sorry I couldn't make it's it. It's okay. I did. And the your resurgence of costumes is strictly, I think, due to Instagram. And it's this it's literally the Super Bowl for Instagram models. Like yep. it's <laughs> it's the Super Bowl for them. It's well, a lot of pressure now because you know your picture is going to be blasted and, and everywhere. And judged. Mm -hmm. And yeah. judged.
judged. Yes. It's not just going to be blasted. It's going to be blasted and judged. Diggs had a party uh-huh. this weekend. Everybody was there. I couldn't make it because Block Dad had a gig. <laughs> you I look- saw that. That was insane. I had to go to Block Dad's gig. You and Sam look good, though. Those were some good costumes. Yes, Appreciate that. Uh, shout out to the Colts. I stole that mask from them. And now <laughs> that'll probably be my everyday costume if I ever want to go out in Indianapolis. It was awesome. I broke... I broke a sweat early, yeah. though, with that mask, yeah, and it was a rough night because my dad did a gig in this little CD bar. It was like, uh, it was... Sounded good, by the way, though. I didn't know he was part of the band. My dad crushed. Yeah. My yeah. dad, Riders on the Storm, you know, because oh, when so Ryder yes. called yeah, in from yeah, South yeah, Dakota, yeah. remember mm-hmm. that? My dad crushed it, and I've been listening to him sing that song in a car now mm-hmm. for a long, long, long time. <laughs> I was raped into listening to that thing <laughs> my entire life, basically. And then on Saturday night, he's... My dad was supposed to be a musician. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, he was supposed to be a stunt man, and then he did, <laughs> and a seal. And it, well, he was supposed to be a stunt man first. Uh-huh. Decided not to due to my brother being in my mom's stomach. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he was supposed to go to Hollywood whenever he was eighteen, mm. and he was going to go become a stunt man. He's like, I'm dumb. I'm athletic. <laughs> I'll do whatever you need to do. He accidentally impregnates Sally McAfee. Happens. I don't know if it was that. I don't want to call my brother an accident, but let's assume when they're 18, 19 years old having a kid yeah, yeah. with no real stable foundation, that was an accident. So then he can't go there. So then he's like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll join the military. I'll be a Navy SEAL. My dad takes the test to become a, uh, join the Navy. His hearing was too good. Too good. They thought he was crazy. They didn't <laughs> let him in. My dad had the headphones on. There's an ear test, a classic ear test everybody gets in a physical, where you hear like a sound and you're supposed to raise. If it's in your right ear, you're supposed to raise your right hand. If it's in your left ear, you're supposed to raise your left hand. My dad was raising like his right hand and then his right hand again and his left hand. like at, a, at And they were like, sir, there's no sound coming. My dad's like, no, no, no. I heard, uh, I heard the sound. They're like, no, 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 sir. I'm sorry. You failed the test. So my dad failed the physical, actually, to mm-hmm. get into the military. Finds out 10 years later, he has like this acute hearing, like superpower. <coughs> he was hearing the sound in the fuckers next to him. <laughs> the headphones in the guy next to him. He would have been the greatest spy of all time. Of all time? That he would have been hearing every conversation. Just like in those QVC, those ear <laughs> things you put in. I saw it at Walgreens last night. I almost pulled the trigger. Oh, you should have. Oh, I know. Dude, I go to that as seen on TV section of Walgreens all the time. every single time I walk in there. Brett Favre lives in there. Oh, I mean, that is Brett Favre. <laughs> the copper thing is everywhere. And I can't say that I haven't purchased all of them. That Brett, I'm like, well, Brett Favre, that guy took a lot of beatings, took a lot of pills, drank a lot of alcohol. If he's feeling good with this fucking thing, that has to help me. Out. But it doesn't. By the way, it's all a bunch of bullshit. That's neither here nor there. So I, I, I got the ear thing the one time. It didn't work, though. It's not like just like yeah, a yeah, megaphone yeah. thing. It doesn't work. But my dad was supposed to be a musician. Loves music. But he'd always just started working. Then he became a truck driver right after that he just he's always worked 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 and now that he lives out here with my mom and they have their little business blossoming he has become a full-time musician basically Mm -hmm. and it's much to the chagrin of my mother (laughs) because my mom has to deal with him practicing the guitar as if he was a yeah a teenager (laughs) in the living room all he does is play all the time and he's a big time singer and he started going to this one guy uh for like lessons you know Mm because my mom's like if i have to listen to this at least get fucking better (laughs) so Sally sends him to this guy who's giving him like guitar lessons. Uh He's learning how to play better. And this guy has a band. 
Okay, so uh-huh. my this guy, my dad never asked, I don't think, uh-huh. and, and I don't think this guy ever expected. But then as my dad continued to hang out, the band would have practice there, and my dad would be there, and I think my dad just kind of fell into the band. <laughs> just kind of fell into it. And every year he does one gig, and it's his Halloween party, uh-huh. and their uh, their whole thing was dead musicians was mm. this Halloween party. Uh-huh. Nice. So my dad dressed up as Morrison. Morrison? Van. Jim. Van Jim. Morrison? Yeah. Jim. Jim. Jim Morrison. Jim. 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 The Doors. The Doors. Yep. I don't know who Van Morrison is. Brown Eyed Girl. Didn't do that one. Okay. <laughs> but he could have. Yeah, it's, it's in his range. That is in yeah. his range. He mm-hmm. could have done that. I'm surprised he didn't. So I'm going to request it next year. He, okay, good. <laughs> so he did Jim Morrison, and he had chaps on. My dad was wearing brown leather Sterical. chaps. Wig. This is the same man, by the way. Assless. That is all chaps are. <laughs> this is the same man. That whenever he saw me get my ears pierced in high school, he didn't talk to me for two weeks. <laughs> didn't, our house is literally 200 square feet. He refused to talk to me in our same house because I had ears pierced. Mm-hmm. He loves prints. That guy wears heels, makeup, <laughs> loves prints. Loves kiss. They literally mm-hmm. paint her. Loves Morrison, who's got this long hair. Uh-huh. Wouldn't talk to me for two fucking weeks because I disrespected the family, he said. <laughs> On Saturday night, he looked and sounded the part. I was so proud of I was losing my mind, but I knew... Going into, and this is, this is not me sucking my own dick, but I was rolling right into my demo there, into that bar. Yeah. So I had to go in with a good costume, and that Colts mask was just staring at me, and I'm like, I have to wear that fucking thing. And then Sam was like, Oh, I could be an old lady. I was like, All right, let's do it. And she went in there, and she started decorating her face, drawing lines in there. And when we walked in, we walked right past my dad. He had no fucking idea. <laughs> We walked right in, right past old Tim McAfee. He had no idea. And then whenever he saw me, he was like, oh, I should have fucking known. (laughs) This guy, you fucking the kicker. You're the kicker. I was like, Dad, what's up, man? He was so happy we were there because we weren't going to go. Then the masks came together. And we were going to go to my dad's gig Mm -hmm. and then come by your house. Mm -hmm. Concert was supposed to start at 9. These fucking guys, it's, they didn't start till like 10.30. It was like Kanye. It was really like it was fucking Kanye. I was sitting in this local bar just like hanging out, sweating. Like, yo, are we ever going to get to this? I'm sending my dad a text like, when are you fucking singing? He's like, well, it's supposed to start 45 minutes. <laughs> He's like, I'm new to the band. <laughs> it was like, I'm new to the band. I don't were know. Were in the green room the whole time? There's, yeah, there was a back room. Oh. They were putting their set list together. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess they were putting their set list together. My dad Doing was, band things. Yeah, my dad was a part of five songs. So I was just trying to find out when his songs yeah, were. Yeah. So like, hey, I respect the band. I respect the party here, but I am a homebody. Mm-hmm. This is like literally my nap night here. And then my dad comes out. He sings the Riders on the Storm song. I guess he had two other songs after that, but I bounced. As soon as, <laughs> as, soon as Riders on the Storm happened, I was out of there. But I was I was so proud of my dad. Uh-huh. I was so That's proud awesome. of him. Can we have him do a music video? I had to see what I'm he gets so nervous. Uh, my dad gets so nervous. He he was I knew he was nervous too. So like there was a long time in my life where my dad never missed a single sporting event of mine. Mm-hmm. Even whenever I was in the NFL, he was traveling the cities to watch my games and I couldn't even see him because I'm in the hotel and then yeah. all day I'm at the game and there's like a 20 minute period after the game where you go visit with your family. My dad was at every single game. My mom is at every single game. And I was like, my dad's got a gig. Like, this is something I gotta be at. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I gotta yeah. be at this. And I get there. 
And right beforehand, after he knows it's me and Sam, obviously, we're sitting in his section, the McAfee section. It was pretty hilarious. They spelled her fucking name wrong. (laughs) But I'm sitting there with my mom, and I see my mom's like getting a little, Uh my mom's like a little nervous for him, you know? Uh This is a brand new thing for old block dad. So my mom orders this big ass beer. I've never seen a beer this large. (laughs) It was like a cartoon fucking beer. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I just, I'm getting nervous. So my mom starts drinking it. And then all of a sudden, I know where Jim Morrison comes around. He slams the beer. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I gotta loosen up the vocal cords. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, you, oh, you're a little nervous, aren't you? He's like, I'm excited, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he got up there and just absolutely crushed it. He had That's one, awesome. he had one bad performer move. He was singing in the band. It was in between him singing and the band was playing. Yeah. And he turned his back to the crowd as a, he wanted to show respect to the yeah. drummers and guitars. I was like, you need to do the side though, the mm-hmm. side yeah. point. Cause when you turn your back, it, it acts as if you don't like us. Right. Like you're not appreciative yeah. of us. Uh-huh. And he was like, I just, I wanted people to know that I re- I like the fuck what the drummer was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dad, I thought you, cr-. I was so proud of him though. That's awesome. I, was, I sent him this big long text about how proud of him I was. It was awesome. I almost cried in that grandpa suit. <laughs> <laughs> I sounded, I was videotaping the whole thing. Uh-huh. I was videotaping the whole thing like a like a proud parent at a ballet. Yeah, and then <laughs> there was this one part where I knew because I watch The Voice. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I watch all these talent shows. Mm-hmm. And when people sing, you can tell if they're like holding back or not. Like you could tell. And there was this one part, we, Tim was letting her loose. <laughs> and I was like, let's go! <laughs> it was echoing through the whole fucking thing. It was like, I almost like cried. I mean, it was a really, really cool moment. Your guys' costumes were incredible. Yeah, we had a really good time. We had like... 50 people show up, which was not expected. It was a lot of people. Awesome party. Nick, uh, Nick was making shots every 15 minutes. He was the leader of the drunk. Well, I also yeah. saw Nick had no sling on either. I saw he was just tossing a shield around as if it was Achilles. Is that I had it? my brace on. It was attached It was attached to his sling. <laughs> it was perfect. Genius, by the way. Is that really what you did? You attached a sling to or the shield to your sling? Yeah, for a little bit. And then I got tired of the sling, so I took it off and I started wearing the shoulder brace. It was a little more, it's a little less restrictive. Okay. It gives me a little more movement. So you, know? you were Brad Pitt Achilles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aggressive decision. <laughs> he was quoting lines from the movie all, all night. night. I oh. saw that on the internet. I wasn't even there, and I heard that happening. Good. That's <laughs> hey, awesome. Neighbors loved it. I neighbors bet. loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I let them know I was there all night long. I was on a mission. How were the neighbors? How are you and your neighbors? They did met- move into a new place. Yeah, well, they hate him now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only met the one, and he came up to the fence in the middle of the party and was fishing for an invite. And I was like, I don't know you like that guy. <laughs> But he was like, <laughs> so the neighbor comes over. He's like, oh, it's a fun party. Over he's like, there. it looks like you guys are really having a, like a cool group. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we were going to tell you we we're having a party. Just to let you guys know, like, just so you didn't get mad. He's like, no, no, it's fine. I, I don't work till 3 p.m. tomorrow. I got the night shift tomorrow. Like, <laughs> okay. And cool. he's got, he's drinking a Coors Original. And he's like, if you need any firewood, I can bring some over. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> the older guy. Yeah. I wish you would have called the cops immediately. <laughs> <laughs> right after Diggs doesn't invite him. Hey, you hear the fucking assholes next door? He's I just like, told him I could come. <laughs> And they chose not to. He's probably like 55. Oh, He's you nice should have let him come in and meet I Coach. Know. I loved it. Dude, he, well, my dad was at the fence talking to him, too. Oh, so I saw Diggs's IG story. I was keeping up with the whole thing. Because the plan was, like I said earlier, we're going to go to Block Dad's gig, yep. watch him sing a couple songs, and then come right over to your party. Surprise, we're here. Yep. Uh, this is going to be awesome. Nobody in the world would have expected us to show up at your party, nope. by the way. No. Just like nobody expected <laughs> Not even my parents expected me to show up at my dad's thing. So it was going to be like a bing, bang, boom. So I'm following along on the IG story. And the first one I see is fucking Coach Diggs oh, dressed dude. up as himself. As <laughs> <laughs> himself. He dressed as Coach Diggs. He, he got a Coors Light shirt. So he had a Coors Light sponsor. And then he had engraved <sighs> Coach Diggs on the uh, top left. 
and an Italian American flag on the top right. I want to let you know this almost changed my entire <laughs> night. It almost changed. Everything. I would. I almost came and started drinking. Oh, I was, uh, I'm on a keto diet. I got a lot going on. <laughs> but if Coach Diggs is dressing up as Coach Diggs, I am fucking all in. It was so the classic awesome. Coach shorts. He kept oh, blowing a whistle so all much. night. I just <laughs> went to line up and run sprints. He had a couple huddles going. Yeah, three through. times. He, three times he called the party in and gave a speech. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. It was uh, awesome. I'm so angry oh, that I missed no. that. We need to do something with Coach Dick. I know. What does he do? Is he still? He working? runs the the water authority for Plumboro. <sighs> so Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Just runs all the you water. Don't, you don't pay your meter. He shows up at your fucking house. <laughs> With a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Drop it. Give me 20. Bro, I want to send Coach Diggs on like a trip. Oh, I want to send him on a trip and just film it. I, the guy is the best. He's the most electric human I've ever seen he's in my just, life. He's just like he your really dad. Is. He's always him. He's always, always on. Him. Always on. I fucking love I was him. with him for the golf tournament that one time. Oh, yeah. You guys played that together. That was the with fun. With Block Dead and Coach. Oh. And it was the greatest thing. Them coaching me the whole time. The four downs of golf. <laughs> <laughs> Made me a better golfer, though, to be uh, honest. Uh, Todd, you were drawn from Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Yeah. Absolutely genius. Was yeah. Did you talk him, like him all night, too? Uh, I did when I first walked in. Because <laughs> other people didn't know, so I had a name tag that said John. And I was like, well, only the people that know yeah, are going to yeah. know. Only so I made Marnie wear a name tag that said whore. Because <laughs> 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 who would John bring? He would bring a whore. <laughs> I'm very excited that you guys followed through with Marnie just wearing a whore <laughs> name tag. <laughs> Kept going to the iPad trying to play Haggard. <laughs> <laughs> play me some fucking Haggard on the way out. Uh, that's Foxy love. was a great Mason Ramsey. Dude, unbelievable. Yeah. Internet enjoyed it. Did it was Mason, easy to put together, too. Did Mason help you get laid? Or, uh? So listen to this, guys. Yeah. Sunday morning, I'm still asleep. <laughs> Boom, phone ringing. This is what wakes me up. Pat McAfee FaceTime. Yeah. He goes, hey. I'm like, what's up? He goes, did Mason Ramsey help you get laid last night? <laughs> and I start laughing. I'm laughing. Then he starts yelling in the phone. Anybody in there? Anybody in there? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, no one's in here. It's just me. You just woke me up. No. What else was in your bed? Because yeah, he was in. Because he was in his bed. He was in his bed. Yeah. And it was very dark. So I was like, black. I didn't know if he was lying to me. Because he has to answer when I call. Literally yeah. has to yep. answer. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in a fun situation where people have to answer <laughs> when I call. So no matter what I want to do, you have to answer. And it's pitch black. He seems so tired. He's out of his disheveled. I was rattled. It's already like 10:30 by this huh. point. It's halftime of the Jacksonville yeah. game. We Half were up. Time. We were up. Already up. So I'm like, I'm calling over there. It's pitch black. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe Foxy has somebody in there. So I literally start screaming in the FaceTime. <laughs> Is there anybody else in there? <laughs> Show yourself. Show you. Let me hear it. And I just hope I'd hear like somebody like a little chuckle in the background. And I would have nah. fucking lost my shit. I would have been like, Mason Ramsey is bringing Evan Fox out of this five month drought. This dude, Lil Hank, is a legend. Lil Hank can't even do that. There was something. What was in your bed? Yeah, I had a half eaten piece of pizza in there. <laughs> so that that's where the night ended. That's Mason Ramsey's future. Oh, you should have grabbed some like meth, maybe. Yeah. Though. It's like a bottle of Jack laying with me. Uh, I my, thought it was incredible costume. Thank you. you. My alarm went off at 928. On Sunday morning, my girlfriend's like, what the fuck is your alarm going off for? I was like, it's football day, baby. Let's go. Let's go. We got a London game. We are in London, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, Ty, what'd you do this week? Anything? Well, I, I went. I showed up a little late, so I didn't get like the uh, the Instagram no. picture and oh. everything. Hey, now, by the way, is, that's kind of a new thing, by the way. If you show up past the social media uh, blast time. as soon as everyone got there. Yeah, yeah. you, you kind of miss out on everything. Well, and, I would never would have known you were there. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it, it, 
I had to get caught up too so quick because like if you get there an hour late, everyone's kind of already pretty well oiled, and I was like, all right, well, this kind of sucks if I'm the only person who's not boozed up here. So I, you know, you just have to start hammering the shots quick. But no, it was it was a fun. I was I was <laughs> very kind of gotish. It was a fire chief, and he had an incredible fire chief mustache. Oh that, yeah. yeah, I mean the original idea is I was going to go as Matthew McConaughey from True Detective. Mm-hmm. Of course, my girlfriend didn't want to go as a uh, dead naked hooker. So, <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, what's her deal? Yeah, yeah, no, so, hey, what's her deal? So we ended up going back to the mall, the Spirit, <laughs> and we were in there for two hours on Saturday. And uh, yeah, Evan, we saw. Evan. I saw Ty in there. He was miserable. Eventually, dude. I was just like, "Listen, I don't care what we two fucking hours? go as." Yeah, we. I, I like uh, an hour in. I was like, "All right, I need a timeout. I'm about to kill someone in here." So what was I the wa- runner up? There was no runner up. I was just like, "I don't care. Just fucking pick something <laughs> and I'll wear it. It doesn't matter." But no, I, I was. Uh, I was very impressed. Diggs, Diggs got a very humble abode, nice yeah. house. Uh, next day, I was going to leave at noon. Nick's keys were still in the front door. So, Achilles. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a, bit of a runaway. We had a little bit of a runaway. Those shots, man. It was a great party, except for one of our buddies threw up in my uh, bathroom sink and clogged um, it for a day and a half. Who? Oh, boy. Uh, Riggy. Oh, <laughs> Riggy. Riggy was uh, hurt. That's, that's Pittsburgh Zeno. Yeah, that's Pittsburgh <laughs> Zeno. I wish Frat would have done it. His barb was phenomenal. Oh, my God. I, I'm very upset that I missed it. Now, granted, by the time, if we were, the thought was, because we left Block Dad's gig at midnight. It was like 1130 or midnight. Yeah, we we. Wound. You guys would have been gone by then. Yeah, around yeah. one is when people left. Well, yeah. no, I started, I'm talking about gone. No, no, I mean, like, it was pretty much, yeah. Yeah, but in my head, I'm talking, like, humans. Trash. Because yeah. I was watching IG stories, and I was like, ha, <laughs> I don't know if we roll in there right now. I don't know if now's the time. I love the fact, though, that uh, old John from Georgia and his whore girlfriend <laughs> took you guys, what, seven minutes to find your costume? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, a fireman. <laughs> Uh, beautiful. Uh, obviously, uh, Gator was there as well. Gator, yeah. yeah. Gator, did you have a good time, or were you dressed up as? Uh, so I went as the quickest shot in the West. So I was a cowboy with two holsters of Jim Beam on me at all times. Oh, <laughs> didn't even get into the Jim Beam because uh, I was succumbed to the uh, the shots that report every fifteen minutes. Yeah, oh. and then I made a nice uh, Irish goodbye at like ten fifteen. That was a good move. That's a great move. The That's Irish goodbye move. is a good move. I love that move. I was yeah. trying the entire time to figure out how I could do it at my own party. <laughs> Just gotta go to sleep. But then you got to worry about everything else happening at your house. Still. You just got to call the police on yourself. That's the only way, <laughs> it's only way you do it. Act like you're the neighbor. <laughs> hey, man, there's a fucking problem. Here. 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 Some assholes yelling Hector every fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> Who owns the house? Some dickhead with a fucking beard and his dad's wearing short shorts with his name on it. Talk to the dad. <laughs> Wow, that conversation's incredible. <laughs> we were really doing it today, weren't we? <laughs> you listeners are so, so lucky you get to listen to the dumbasses speaking to a microphone. And if it makes you sick, maybe you want to shit, there's only one way to make your shit better, and that's by getting a bidet. Oh, yes, what? bidets used to be that for the rich and famous, but no more. The butthole cleanse that can change your life is now affordable for everybody, thanks to Omigo. Omigo, a revolutionary toilet seat replacement. Are you anal about cleanliness in a bathroom? What if I told you I could change the way you poop? Have you ever really thought about wiping with toilet paper? Like, really thought about it? Mm. Think about what you're doing. You're taking a piece of paper, putting it on your fingertips, dipping into the oil and trying to hope it doesn't end up on your fingers. Also hoping that it becomes completely clean so you don't have to walk around with monkey butt all day. You don't want to waddle. 
You don't want to be like, you know what? My wiping patterns are good, mm-hmm. but they're not great. 30 minutes after I wipe, I tend to have a little bit of an itch down there. It's not completely clean. What do I got to do? I got to deal with this for the rest of the day because I'm sitting down. I'm at work. I'm at mm-hmm. school. Maybe I'm away from the house. I don't want to take a full shower. I ain't got time to get the hair wet and have to dry the hair again. There's only one answer and one answer only, and that's a bidet from Omigo. It washes you in all the right places. You can adjust the water temp, position, pressure, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Some like a rough. Some like a soft. You can pressure the width, the movement. It's just like you took a shower, but it only under underneath in the area you need cleaned up. It's a heated seat. It has a nightlight, Zito. Oh, yeah. Soft closing, air dry, remote control, deodorizer, carbon filter, eliminates all the odors. Change the way you poop today. (laughs) Save trees, water, and electricity. Say goodbye to TP. U.S. alone uses 36 million rolls of toilet paper in one day. Wow. That's a lot. It's a waste. And you're probably a big part of that, you, listener, right yep. now. Mm-hmm. But your life's going to change just like our life has changed at this office because Omigo has given us bidets for the office. Oh, and our, yeah. Have our buttholes ever been happier? So no. Nope. So saving tree. It's clean and safe. Automatic self-cleaning. On-demand silver ion sterilization. It's quick and easy. Install yourself in just 20 minutes. The installation I thought was going to be much more difficult than it actually was, by the way. A dummy like me can do it. A dummy like mm-hmm. you can do it. That's why I always do my business on Omigo. Get $100 off your order when you go to myomigo.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E, myomigo.com slash McAfee. That's Omigo, O-M-I-G-O. Go to myomigo.com slash McAfee, get $100 off, and make your butthole much, much happier. Your days are better when your butthole is happy. That's just That should be their... Amen. That should be their tagline. Print it. The future seems weird at first. Let it be weird and enjoy the hell out of it. I'm telling you, I'm a man's man. Everybody knows that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. of course you are. I wear jorts. Mm -hmm. I don't watch no no Disney movies. Mm -hmm. I don't do none of that. I'm a man's man. I eat meat. I keep it moving. Wings, beer, pizza, Mm -hmm. keep it moving. But what do I do when I sit down and poop? I bidet the hell out of my Mm -hmm. butt right now. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. I want to let you know that. You are no less of a man if you bidet your butt. You're just a cleaner, happier one. And that needs to be something you need to experience today at myomigo.com slash McAfee. Get $100 off. By the way, quick recommendation. I did watch a cartoon movie last night in between the the 4 o'clock games and the late game. Coco. Good movie. Oh, Smallfoot, also good. There you go. A couple recommendations. Ferdinand, another banger. Yep. Things to think about. Speaking of things to think about, <laughs> here's a thought-provoking conversation from earlier. Uh, we had two people make an appearance at TwitchCon. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm truly jet-lagged. I know what it means now. Yeah, you guys were Twitch-conning people into thinking you're gamers. <laughs> the thought of... Um, you, every time I saw you guys, you guys were just drinking. This was uh this was just a nerd this was a nerd party in California. They get Don. They get Don over there for sure. Yeah, they have- yeah I mean, first of all, <laughs> I walked in to this second party on Saturday and I looked around. A lot of lines. The first of all it was line con. It was a <laughs> con. I'm, serious. I'm serious. It was terrible. A lot, a lot of lines in the video that uh, can we talk about we TwitchCon? Can we talk about TwitchCon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's so talk what about is it? it? TwitchCon is this thing in California. Where everybody who is a partner with Twitch. So it's affiliates, community, and partner. Yeah. So it's like everyone that's involved with Twitch. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you guys get invited. They don't pay for it, though. We had to pay for it. Yeah. Which is very interesting on Twitch <laughs> to do that, isn't it? Yeah, oh yeah. We build your site. All the partners build their site. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
and you, you we have to pay to go that hang out. Nice, yeah. It would be nice. Wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it? Well, huh. Granted, we're pretty small fish in the whole Twitch pond. But for now, I mean, for now. For not now. anymore. How now. is not anymore? So you guys fly out to San Jose on yep. Friday, yes. and I followed along on Zito's IG mm-hmm. story. It was basically him just drinking in different places <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, so I was trying to get my inner Vince Vaughn. So like, you just got to be like extra like loose at all times. Internship. It, yes. Now we're saving lives. Okay, let's talk to Connor. <laughs> Started in a blender. Okay, so you guys go over there. We go over there, yeah. First time in California. First time. How did you enjoy it? Uh, it's pretty cool. Love the landscape. It was good to see hills again. Yeah, yeah. In the, the nice. grasslands of Indiana, they've treated me well, but it's nice to see uh, a little mountain here yeah, and there, yeah. you know? It is. The Flatlanders don't fully understand that yeah. whenever you can't see in front of you or where you're around <laughs> something, it's not a bad feeling. It's actually a pretty interesting feeling of living. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So you guys go to San Jose. Is there any Twitch meetups? Did you guys play video games with anybody notable? Like anything happened? Or was it just strictly the IG story of you guys drinking in different places <laughs> with Twitch t-shirts? On? No, 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 no. We weren't oh, just drinking. We weren't just drinking, okay? We were shaking hands. Yep. Kissing with babies. The bar- bartenders. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> These bartenders were terrible. Well, pull out first of your of pocket. All. Yes, this morning you come and I said, Oh, yeah, hold on, hold on, there? hold on. He's got like 100 business cards here. <laughs> they were mingling. Yeah, yeah, we were mingling. We, we got a bunch of guys that want to play uh, some some Fortnite with us, which you know, I guess we'll get back into. So it's kind of like YouTube where you play on theirs, you play on. <laughs> What Look is that? All those business cards. This is a billion dollars right here. That's <laughs> <laughs> what this is right here. A hundred million. Hundred million dollars right here. Yeah, no, we got some good stuff. We actually are uh, one of the guys, one of the cooler guys. I think uh, Ice Prime. Yeah. His, his name was. He's got. He's, he's a nice guy from uh, Colorado. He invented. He was the first person uh, to do a dab on his stream. On yeah, first streamer to ever dab on a live stream. Three, three weeks ago. Man, y'all fucking Twitch people. <laughs> We're meeting pioneers. <laughs> that guy's a pioneer. Tell you what, you, you Google Ice Prime and Ice Prime Twitch is the first thing that pops up. What's well, going on? So what, what else is it going to be? The fucking international seizure of the drug people? I don't know. Uh, so you guys shook a lot of hands. You played some video games. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's our Twitch stream looking? Are we going to be up? It looks good because like, we actually did like the panel portion as well like where you like do all like the nerd stuff and you learn how to build your yeah. channel. Oh, I thought so, you guys were on a panel. I was like... <laughs> no, ne- next that year. That's next year. It's next year. That's what we'll do next year. So you guys ask questions at the panel or no? Yeah. So yeah. So it was just like one of those things. Like it was all the Amazon people working it and stuff like that. And let me hear a question you asked during the. Uh, well, I, I I asked about the analytics, how all that breaks down. Do you know anything about that though? Oh, I learned. Now so we much. do. Now, now we, we do. do. Yeah. Now we do a lot. Yeah, I'm proud of our boys. I am too. Look it looks like you guys went to a little boot camp. Over it was actually like pretty interesting because I I kept every every person I had talked to. I was like, what am I supposed to do here? Because it was like, I mean, it's smart. It's, yeah, I just want to know what they want. It's your to first here. time, right? exactly. Yeah, it was like I was basically a virgin there, so I was like trying to figure out how. Yeah, like how I, do you make it worth it? Exactly, and yeah. everyone had the same. By the thing. way, we paid for the tickets; it won't be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Trust me, there is nothing they did this weekend. Great video coming out though. I yeah. Unbelievable! I did, I did Unbelievable! See, why, don't you, why don't you two put up a picture on Instagram and our CEO Phil, our CFO, sorry, CFO Phil goes, <laughs> and the caption was uh, "shaking hands and kissing babies," and Phil's comment was, "I'm going to need the names." Of every single hand and baby that you shook to make sure that was worth it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Zito knew he wanted to go to TwitchCon like mm-hmm. two, three months ago. 
didn't decide to buy the airplane tickets <laughs> until two days before TwitchCon. Which greatly increases the price. Oh, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah just a little bit. <laughs> I thought it was the opposite where like there's uh, tickets laying around. It's yeah, cheaper. Yeah. Super Bowl yeah. that happens sometimes. <laughs> like the sporting events, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Super Bowl that happens sometimes. But airplane tickets, it, it seems, <laughs> is not the case. <laughs> I, I it's a learning that, lesson. Oh, actually, real funny thing. So on the way back with Delta Airlines, there is a premier internet you can use. That's above the other internets. Just the fuck out of here. <laughs> so uh, honestly, too, back to TwitchCon. Yeah, there were some pompous people there too. Oh, not all. Hey, hey, not all gamers What's are friendly. Mean? Arrogant. Oh. This one, guy, this one guy referred to us. He was explaining. I don't know how we started talking to this guy. First oh, of all. fuck that guy. But this guy somehow he's talking about Battlestar, superhero, Galactica, something, something, something. Not even I know about. And I consider myself pretty well versed in the gaming yeah, yeah. universe. We're walking away. Hey, have a good night. Whatever. Like, enjoy your night. Have fun. Turns to his buddy. Oh, yeah. No, I was just talking to these fucking nerds over there <laughs> as we're walking away. As we're walking away. Oh, was, this guy was the biggest nerd, too. So it was like a... We were, oh, it was We bad. were in right hook mode right after that. <laughs> yeah, I was... Line con was over from then on for me. I was just walking right up to the corner of the bar. Four Jack and Cokes every time. I was ready to throw fist at somebody. Well, at those... I, I, used to, I went to a couple of sales conventions oh, like, yeah? in, in my day. You don't... You don't, you don't your smoozing doesn't go on in the convention. It goes on at the bar later where everyone's a little looser. You, yeah. you know, you meet people, they open up. Yeah, that's when that's when we met our yeah, good friend now, Ice Prime. Oh, okay. Ice with him one, sorry. He's a good guy, too. Very, once, very Once excited. Prime? So it's Basically, Ice? Yeah. yeah, Once <laughs> Prime. Ice Prime. Dual meaning. Weiss. White, once, once. He's know. a pioneer. Hey, you hey. guys would say this was a good trip, though. Absolutely, yeah. We're, I think we're the Twitch stream's going to grow tenfold. It has to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree. But we, I mean, also there's one thing where they uh, there's there's companies that are wanting to sponsor people. So there's uh, you, um, you apply and then you stream like a certain game for an hour, right? You got trapped and, in this, and one. then you get like 250 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then right, right into your account. It's <laughs> oh, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's easy. Great. We're gonna do we're gonna do a lot. Yeah, we're, we're gonna start raking in cash. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. Remember that, Foxy? Hundred million. Hundred million. Hey, we finally met half of them. Hey, congratulations! Very happy for you guys. Very, very happy for Thank you guys. You. Yeah. How's Boston feel? You guys won the fucking oh, World man. Series. I'm still on cloud nine right now. Landed in LAX. <laughs> Landed in LA. Get off the flight. Socks win. They won. <laughs> I mean, I own LAX now. It's my <laughs> airport. It is my airport. I was watching that. Yeah. Um, it seems as if that LA team, I don't know how they got there. I don't know how they got to the World Series. The NL wasn't great this year. No, it wasn't. I don't even yeah. know what that means, but that's the other side. Yeah, their actually, whole league wasn't very it's good. It's basically yeah. the uh, Eastern Conference for basketball. Or the, the AFC. Is the yeah, NL. NL. NL is Boston? No, no, no that's no, no. Dodgers. AL, yeah. AL is American, American. Oh, league. you're saying not geographically the Eastern. Yes, conference. correct, correct, correct. Yeah, competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. competitive. Comparingly, yeah. compare. Yeah, okay, yeah. got it. Because that Kershaw guy, they had him pitching until the seventh, and I, I didn't see if is that was a good idea. I felt, I felt like he's he was traditionally one of the best pitchers in the game, but in the playoffs, he just yeah, he's bad in the playoffs. And game three really screwed up everything because it was an 18 inning game. Mm -hmm. it, it, it was two games in one night. So, I mean, half of our pitchers were worn out. So that's why the starters were going much further. Like, David Price went into the seventh, too, uh -huh. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah, but it, he was dealing. Yeah, he was. He was doing well. Yeah, I, was I, doing. I, always thought, I always thought baseball was one of those things where it's your pitcher versus the other team. 
Right, that's yeah. exactly what baseball is. I, I, I mean, as a professional baseball player, Correct. I saw it quickly. There was nothing I could do on that field that saved us <laughs> from the the other team hitting seven home runs in one inning. There was right. nothing I could do. But if your guy's hot, you like ride him, right? Don't you ride oh, yeah. the hot oh, hand? Yeah. Isn't sure. that kind of just like mm-hmm. blackjack, right? Mm-hmm. You ride the hot hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Price was hot. And then Kershaw, I, I feel like he, I don't know. I don't know much about baseball. I don't know enough about baseball. But it felt like he was getting peppered. It's like, ah, don't you have to at least try to roll the dice, bring somebody new in here? Or? Well, and they were saying, too, like his velocity was down. He wasn't throwing very hard. I mean, I guess the idea is that you ride the guy who got you there till the end if, mm-hmm. you know, you're yeah. screwed because their bullpen's not that great. But Bill it's Belichick also- would have pulled his ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm <laughs> Butler. Yeah. Take a seat, cuz. Don't even watch. Don't even have your eyes open during the national anthem. I want you to cry the whole fucking time. <laughs> That's what Bill Belichick is about the butler. Yeah, and, that, and the Pats are next. Uh, I've, I've warned this forthcoming a long time ago. This could be the Boston sweep. I don't think so. 2018 no. to 2019, it could be. I don't think so. When I watched the football teams uh, yesterday, uh-huh. by the way, congratulations to your Red Sox. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is really I cool for you. That. I'm happy you have something to celebrate it for, uh, for once. Yeah, yeah. So we're running on fumes. It'll it, be more enjoyable tomorrow. It'd be really difficult for the Boston people to have something to celebrate. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You guys deserve it. You've been through so much. It's you been guys, so long. <laughs> it's been such a tough run for you guys sports-wise. Yeah. It's a mean, really... They're so 2017 is so long ago. It is so humble. They're so humble about it. So humble, as you should be. I mean, brand new fucking manager. First year there, nobody could have known what to expect to win the World Series. Best team in Red Sox history. No big deal. Boston. What a fucking place. (laughs) Yep. So easy to hate. Yeah. But you can understand why they act the way they do. Yeah. I, we would imagine if Indianapolis just winning everything. Yeah, we'd be cocky the, as fuck. Imagine the Pacers were the Golden mm. State Warriors <laughs> and the Colts were the fucking Patriots. And uh, somehow the Indianapolis Indians were now a professional right. baseball team uh-huh. and we were just dominating. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. I'd, I'd be cocky. This town would burn I'd down. I'd shit on other people. Yeah, this town <laughs> would burn down because the fans would be real fans again. Yeah. <laughs> which would be wild mm-hmm. because it is very easy to not be interested in a team that's very boring. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very, like Victor Oladipo brought back a little bit of a spark for Pacer fans. Mm-hmm. But he's going to have to win some fucking games if they really want to make that place wild yeah. again. Well. And it's just, I, I, I understand why Boston people act the way they act. You have to. You have to understand. <sighs> it's a good they, life. It's a good life. <laughs> Get a good life. But you know what they say? Huh. After the sun comes the rain. Yep, it does. And although you've been in this decade of Southern California sun. 18 years. Two decades of Southern California sun. <laughs> there is a torrential fucking mm-hmm. downpour coming <laughs> at some point. It has to. Dark comes after the sun. That's and then the sun say. comes after the dark is dawn. That's right. Mm-hmm. The brightest sun comes well, after Well, the I don't like Southern California anyways. Yeah, but I'm talking about the metaphor of the weather. It I gets know, windy I after know. a calm day. <laughs> What's that? It gets windy after a calm day. Oh. November 17th, National Take a Hike. Oh, I saw that commercial. Uh, you saw it? Yeah. Uh, it's that, it's yeah. November 17th. Yep. I'm telling you, every time I, can't I, wait. every time I see that commercial, I just lose it. They're like, it's National Take a Hike Day. And I'm like, what? <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, man, I'm the... Every day's take a hike day with Zito. We for sure have him take a long hike on that. Oh, have to. Yeah. He, he's going to have to get kicked out of here all the way maybe down to the library. Whole mud on trail maybe. All the way back possibly. Na- November 17th is National Take a Hike Day. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. <laughs> but you were saying the Patriots aren't going to win because you were watching yesterday. 
Yes, I was NFL Sunday yesterday. Obviously, started early in the morning. Um, Jaguars, that team's in a bad spot. Yeah, they can't perform any better than they did in the first half, and they uh, they lose still. It makes Mm -hmm. no sense to me. Uh, The Eagles might be back. Who knows? Uh, It it could be good for Uh them. I enjoy the London games. I do too. I love waking up in the morning and having a game on. As a fan, I like. Yeah, yeah. As a player, I hated it. What time was <laughs> oh, it for West Coast? Because like six thirty. It was it was six thirty. I don't understand how West Coast people watch TV. Well, everything they're behind everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. So so at eight thirty. Like do do they go to bed? I, I, I don't understand. I, I think they do kind of. Nice, I think they do kind of go to no. bed afterwards. <laughs> I, I, when I was out there for what three days? Yeah, I felt like I was living behi- like behind. Yeah, I was behind everything. And I actually sent an email. We had a marketing person. We we're trying to get the growth out there. And I said, I have no idea how these fucking people on the West Coast live. I feel like I'm three hours behind everything. They were in Santa Monica. The people I was <laughs> <laughs> the people I was sending the email to basically telling them like you guys are living behind the times. They were also behind the times. But I, I don't fully I don't fully get it either. They, yeah. they there's no way anybody woke up at six thirty to watch. No, not for Jack the London Wires, games. So. But waking up at ten a.m. for the one o'clock games, Eastern time is great. Yeah, but I, I like brunch. Still. I like getting brunch, yeah, 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 getting yeah, beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I like the whole. You put thing. your bets in like at twelve, but mm. at twelve, most of the games are already done. I enjoy I enjoy going to bed at a pretty decent hour. Yeah. But over there, it feels like your schedule is you have to go to bed at like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, because there's, there's nothing yeah. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your day's nothing. over at 6. And you have to stay off the internet whenever any show's on at night. That's the worst. So if, you want, if you're a big Bull fan like myself, can't be on the internet because all you're going to do, they're going to tell you what happened in Bull. Wait, what? Yeah. So they played after? For some things. Like major networks like This H- is dumb. I, I, like HBO. You know how Game of Thrones comes out at 9 Eastern? Yeah. It comes out at 9 Eastern in the West Coast, too. Nine West, nine Pacific, or whatever that's it. Mean. Nine yeah. Pacific, yeah, it's, yeah. But there is a thing like a lot of TV stations out there have an, like an HBO West. So oh, they can I didn't watch know this. Walking Dead. Yeah. That was a big thing with Walking Dead because they would tell like spoilers. Correct. Okay, I knew that. So why did you say anything? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just didn't know stopped it. the whole conversation so that we could explain this to you, and then directly afterwards you say, "Oh yeah, I know that." I just didn't want to feel left out. I said that because I didn't want to feel left out. You don't want to feel left out of the conversation. Yeah. So you you were doing that for the listeners that potentially didn't know. You're the voice of is. the people. Yeah. yeah there, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards you dump them under the, under the <laughs> bus by saying, "No, I did Good know move. that. They were stupid though." Is that what you? I would did? never say that about them. Well, it seems like you kind of did. It seems like you kind of turned your back on your own people there. <laughs> Might as well take a hike day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I learned that because honestly, because of yeah. the Kardashians. Oh yeah. Because when the Kardashians were huge, Chris Chris Jenner would be tweeting out like uh, West Coast people coming up in twenty minutes. We're up. I was like, oh, they they literally can't stay on. They have to stay off the internet for all the spoilers. Mm-hmm. It's a weird. It's a weird place yeah, over I there. But know. the weather is beautiful. <laughs> weather is beautiful. It's nice. It's palm trees are cool. I enjoy palm trees. That London game, though, if as a player, it just yeah. fucks up everything. It literally fucks up everything. Your entire system, your entire routine, everything is changed, but it's a cool experience, you know? So when I was in London, I got a chance to go speak on Regent Street, okay. which is in the middle of London. So basically, it's like London's Broadway, I guess. The NFL pays to shut it down so that there's an NFL festival, uh-huh. and they, they try to sell it to the world. Like, whenever I was there... 
Colts went and spoke. Some Jaguars went and spoke. It was like a pep rally, cheerleaders, blah, 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 blah. Uh And when I was there literally speaking on the stage, I looked out and I saw some people. I saw some people. A few. A few people. And then we leave, and I'm starting to check the internet, and they're like, 500,000 people were there. I'm like, I, yo, I, unless they're counting every human that's on any street in London, I don't think there's 500,000 people there. But you kind of, it's like a cool thing because you're literally introducing a sport to people that know nothing about it. It's just American sports is basically what they care about. The games are always sold out. Like What's if, that? If you when you see when you see the crowds and and they report how many people are at the game, they're always sold out. Always because you got military people over mm-hmm. there. It's just a festival. It's just like something to do more so than anything. Uh-huh. And I it you see people in baseball jerseys. You see people in fucking <laughs> soccer jerseys. It's just American sports. That's all they give a fuck about. Is like, oh, this is cool. This is something interesting. Let's go watch the American Barbarians. <laughs> there was a lot of Philly fans there. Like you could tell. Like. During the game, the, just the cheer, it seemed like there was a lot of Philly fans there. Oh, I would assume uh, the Eagles fans are very loyal because you got a lot. Of, like your family works over in Europe, right? Your uh-huh. family works yeah, over yeah. in Europe. I assume they make the trek to a game every uh-huh. once in a while. It's all the people who are either stationed abroad in Europe or maybe they work over there. They go, but then a lot of the locals come too, just because uh-huh. they happen to pick up some fanhood of something. I saw a lot of Kobe Bryant jerseys. Here, but we were playing <laughs> wrong sport, but we get it. Maybe somebody knows somebody here. It just it's a wild, it's a very interesting thing. I don't enjoy much. And those players going out on Friday night, by the way, and getting arrested for a forty some thousand dollar bar tab. That's wild to me. That's wild. It's absurd. We didn't do anything. We had a now granted we didn't win either. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jaguars didn't win either. I bet against them immediately as soon as I saw that that happened. I'm like, two days before the fucking game, yeah. you're out. Hey, by the way, not just out. You are out with a $40,000 bar tab. That is not just a average mm, time. No, that's a great time. That is a great time. <laughs> that is a great. And they were like, oh, there's four other Jaguars there who didn't get arrested. And they were big names. I'm like, oh, so all their big names. Why don't you go out there on Thursday? I know, or that's on what I was just about to say. Mm-hmm. The Friday thing was very interesting to me. It's just so close. And the Jaguars couldn't bench them because they didn't have enough people. <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll deal with this <laughs> later. Later, after we, uh, we got no. Can we fly somebody? In? We can't fly anybody, and there's no flights. We're fucked. We got to deal with these guys that were out till two a.m. with a forty thousand dollar bar tab. That's that a pay. college careers worth of partying in one night. Yes, that's yeah, exactly what is. that is. I'm assuming it was a rookie. It was a rookie night, like it was a rookie yeah. hazing night or whatever. Because not hazing. Was, yeah, yeah, that's a trigger word. But anytime you do a rookie dinner or a rookie night out or whatever, the rookie has to pay for all the meals. And normally those are the evenings where ace of spades shots and bottles uh-huh. are being bought uh-huh. strictly because the rookie has to pay for it. I assume what they decided upon for some one of the rookies or two of the rookies or maybe three of the rookies, like, hey, whenever we go to London, we'll do our rookie night out there. You guys pay for everything and we'll do it. So I'm assuming it was like two to three rookies. Their job was to pay for everything. They get there and I don't think they knew what they were walking into. And then it was 40 grand and they're like, oh, yeah, we can get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we're in London. They'll never fucking know. We're just very large black men. They'll never know if we just walk right out the front door. What are they apprehended for a little bit and then they said they'll pay for it and then they yeah. kept moving? Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think the media made it a lot bigger scene than it oh, actually sure. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that was Still a big deal. Friday. Friday is, Friday's absurd. For me, Friday is absurd. Friday is typically date night, maybe do something night, but. I mean, if you're going to go out till 4 a.m. and get arrested, you do it on Tuesday. Everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I say that, but when, when you played at Morgantown, like, I know 
We would go out on Thursdays when the game was on Saturday. But yeah, I mean, that was our that was our eighteen year old bodies. Yeah, we're college athletes at yeah. that point. Yeah. We're not m- correct trying to make millions of dollars, let alone billions of dollars potentially. Yeah, I would go out every night of the week, except for on Friday because we were locked in a hotel when <laughs> I was in college. <laughs> so that's a lot different animal. But in the NFL, I just I think it's crazy because you know people know who you are too, especially mm-hmm. in England, because every football fan in the world is it, it, literally in the world is probably in London on Friday Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It's just a weird move to get arrested there. Wait, when you were in London though, what was your schedule for Saturday? Was there like a big day? We did the Regent we did the, uh, the, that was the day we did the Regent Street thing. It was, you do a walkthrough in the morning, Regent Street thing and then you're kind of to bed and then you got the game the next morning basically. You drive over to the stadium the next morning. It was just, um, I, I, I didn't I knew it was bad news though. You can't run into the cops on less than 48 hours before your game and have no. something good happen. I know that's not the case, but the Eagles win. Maybe the Eagles are back. Jaguars, Jalen Ramsey gets a big pick. Everybody thinks all. Oh, maybe the Jaguars mm-hmm. are back. Turns out they ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Bortles can't throw anything besides five yards. I, well, I, have, a, I have a question. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's looking very bad at football right now. Yes. Very, very, very There's, bad. He was very bad. Are they in a situation right now with like Eli Manning? Because they benched him last week, right? Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. then he started again this week. Yep. Is there a situation where it's like we can't even pull this guy? They have no one else. Like they Cody have- Kessler. Yeah. Who who is that guy? Though? Who is Cody Kessler? He played at USC, and then he played. Uh, he was on the, in the Browns. Then he was in the Browns. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh. It didn't <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make it at the Browns? Yeah, there's not a lot of people making that to Browns. But I think the Jaguars are a beautiful case study of what happens whenever you pay the wrong guy too much money and the rest of the egos in the building get pissed off, just like what happened in Seattle, just like what happened in Seattle, just like it's got what's happening in Jacksonville. That's Tom Coughlin's team. I wonder how he felt about his players getting arrested on Friday night. I'm assuming Friday that wasn't night. his favorite thing. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, I'll be excited to see what happens. I'm good for the Eagles, though. I hope the Eagles are back. There was a lot of shit happening on uh, NFL Sunday, mm-hmm. a lot of things happen i enjoyed watching it was the um was the big ass hall of fame guy there with a certificate to give Vinny after oh. he made that kick he wasn't there huh big yeah. ass guy goes everywhere quarterbacks are there doesn't he did they stop the game to have his family on the field and uh, celebrate with yeah. everyone i'll tell you what they did stop the game they did stop the game everybody was allowed on the field to celebrate okay. and they made a okay. point of uh, saying that that's... at the same exact time that that was happening uh, Johnny Hecker threw, threw a fake. Threw a fucking fake. <laughs> I ain't never been more upset in my life. I got six TVs on, right? I got six TVs on. There's only like three games happening, four games happening. Having a pretty good for the brand day because Michael Dixon, what he chose Shit. to do was awesome, mm-hmm. by the way. Calling your own audible that far backed up. <sighs> high risk, high reward, I guess. <laughs> but great call by him. I'm very happy he did that. Makes the, the brand look very athletic. So I got that cooking. And then Vinatieri, they're marching down the field. And we're trying to get some shirts lined up yep. on the back end on text. And then I see the St. Louis or the Los Angeles Rams are up. Johnny Hecker. I'm like, fuck, Johnny Hecker's going to do something awesome. And I literally, I see him take his two steps for the punt they're showing. And I'm like, oh, that's on his actual steps. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's going to throw that. <laughs> and then I look at the the Colts. They're lining up for the field goal. I'm like, I can't bury each other. <laughs> I'm, Johnny Hecker, I'm, you're probably going to do this again. This moment with Vinatieri is never going to happen again. Hecker throws a dime. Then he pins him at the one. Vinatieri mm-hmm. breaks the record. There's just so much happening happening at the same time i was very very thankful for um 
Ben and Terry breaking that record, though, yeah, man. That's awesome. I'm happy he stuck with it. I'm sorry I missed Johnny Hecker. Hecker, I feel like every other week he's doing fake. He's always throwing fake. Well, they throw he's fakes. having a good time. They throw, yeah, it has to be a good time. Sean McVay just carried over that Jeff Fisher tradition. Mm-hmm. Fisher was a guy that rolled the dice whenever <laughs> yeah. on fourth down. Hecker's the athlete to do it, though. He can throw yeah. the rock. Now, there's some incompletions in there. Yeah. But that the next punt, too. The guys, they're yeah. 15 yards off him again. He could have thrown the ball again. to the. It makes no sense that so they do that. Mike McCarthy coaching there. So uh, it's Ron Zook is running the special teams. Oh. But, yeah. Ron Zook so. tried to take me out my last year. Really? Yeah, he pulled a fucking sh- uh, pull and shoot, basically, which is illegal. He pulled um, pulled a right guard or right tackle, completely just like a penalty pull, mm-hmm. and then they shot somebody through the gap, and that guy basically just came and took me out, got a penalty, had to repunt the whole thing. But it was a complete bullshit move by Zook, and I let him know that directly afterwards. You should have. Right after the game, I was like, a pull shoot to take me out, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he just walked in, and Tom McMahon was like, fuck you. To run. The special teams coach, Tom McMahon, yeah, was like, nice. fuck you. Well, because you take me out. You take a punter out, by the way. Huge deal. Because mm-hmm. the, the kicker can't always punt. So you're literally taking out a pretty huge part of the thing. So uh, whenever I was on my kick... Uh, to potentially become the field goal kicker, punter, and kickoff guy, a lot of coaches were like, "If they take you out, there, we're fucked." Like if, if somebody takes that out, makes a, sense. somebody takes out a quarterback, are you screwed? Yes, you take out Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, you, you you're screwed. But at least you have a guy who can take a mm-hmm. snap, who can maybe hand the ball knows off. the offense. Yeah, you got somebody. Can, you take out the kicker, punter, and kickoff guy, though, you're fucked. You're mm-hmm. completely. You have to go for two every single time. Those points will come back to get you. Punting is just going to be a shit show of a nightmare. And kickoffs, you got to have probably an offensive lineman go toe poke that Love thing. That. Down there. It's just a whole situation, and I didn't never really thought about it until I almost got hurt punting against the Houston Texans a couple years ago, and a guy took me out. And Vinatieri was like, "Are you okay?" He was like, "I don't know if I can punt." And like Austin Collie, I think was the backup punter. It was like, <laughs> "That's not good. <laughs> this is not a good situation." It's it's one of those situations. But Ron Zook, yeah, he he tried to fucking take me out. Yeah, fuck him. I like the Packers a lot, but it seems like they were outclassed a bit there. That's how it is every week. Like, they just, I don't know. I mean, obvi- Hecker was huge. I mean, you the Packers can't do anything when they're backed up like that. And then McCarthy decides to, on the goal line to, I mean. And, and by the way, when a punter pins somebody and then a safety happens, it's a beautiful scene. Mm-hmm. It's an absolutely, it's a piece of art. It's an absolute piece of art that I love. And it's just like, Roger's not even getting a chance to go win the game like that. I mean, it's just such a deflating way to yeah, lose well, the game. I was going to say, I mean, the, the game really was going exactly how you would want yeah. to see it go. Like, I, I had no doubt they were going to win. He's getting the ball back with Aaron Rodgers with two minutes. They're going to win. Well, and I don't understand why you wouldn't, why it wouldn't be like, hey, don't bring this out no matter what. Like, we have arguably the best quarterback in NFL history. Like, let's put the ball in his hands. I saw him getting walked a couple times from behind, by the way. Somebody slap that wouldn't happen. No, no knee brace. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That, I know. That knee brace might be slowing him down. Not in the game, but during the week, he probably can't run as much during mm-hmm. the week. Which is, I don't want to say he might gain some weight, but during the week, I assume he used to run a little bit more with that knee brace. To probably being a little bit more precautious, could be slowing him down a little bit. People slapping his ankles when normally he wouldn't be slapping his ankles. Just one little injury there can affect a lot of things. I don't know how much he's actually practicing either because outside of Devontae Adams, he has no chemistry with any of the wide receivers. Devontae Adams is a player, though. Yeah. That guy's really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The NFL Sunday was beautiful. Diggs, you have a couple thoughts about it. Yeah, you know what else was deflating from that game? What's up, bud? 
Todd Gurley being unselfish and just deciding to go down at the two when I have the uh, Rams minus seven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the over-under, too, was affected over. by that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a fucking good football play that was, though. Such a good football play. I couldn't even be mad at I couldn't even be mad at him, but I could. I what? God damn it. Because like, <laughs> I was chasing from the early games. Yeah. And I was like, because earlier in the week, the Rams were like minus nine and a half, minus 10. And I was like, that's too much. But then when I checked the four o'clock schedule, when I was Rams minus seven, I was like, oh, so I put a lot on them. And then, the, then he, had, we went, he went and did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. But other than that, like yesterday was fucking phenomenal. I had a very large weekend gambling. Good for very, you, very, 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 very large weekend of gambling. I would like that to be known. Good. Shout out to the Mountaineers on Thursday night. Oh, they yeah, kicked that was off, an easy one. They kicked off the party Thursday night in Morgantown, by the way. That's going to be, let's just assume Thursday night's in Morgantown. If the team mm-hmm. is no, it's going to do well. Uh, I was excited for that. Will Greer, potential Heisman. But I did very, I felt very good about it. Todd Gurley, though, today in the meeting room is getting uh, praised oh, yeah, yeah. by the coaches about how smart of a football mm-hmm. player that is and everything like that. And in the locker room, you don't keep up with the gambling. But I would assume there's a lot of people that have a fucking <laughs> bounty on Todd Gurley's head. He, he, he Three yards away, right? It was oh, three yeah, yards yeah, away. Yeah. He was yep. easily getting in. From covering and over. Mm-hmm. Both it's, two bets right there. Yeah. 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 Well, other than that, it was a great thing. <laughs> so I, I wrote some notes down here on my on my thoughts about the NFL and kind of yesterday. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's some Digsy <laughs> thoughts. Sometimes I hate today's NFL because it's all about <laughs> offense and scoring points. And I know the casual fan loves it, but it's it's frustrating to watch these teams go up and down the field and just fucking there's no defense at all. That like There's no suspense in it for me. Like, there's no suspense in that for me. It's like an all-star game. Correct. Tampa Bay scores yesterday after being down 17 points with 45 seconds left. And my first thought was, oh, 45 seconds left, Bengals are easily going to score. And, like, I fucking hated that inside. It used to be a time where if there was anything less than two minutes Mm -hmm. and you didn't have, like, Brady or Manning or Breeze or, like, one of these elite quarterbacks where you're like, Oh, that, that team has no chance. But now, with 45 seconds left, Dalton has a fucking chance to win the game. <laughs> so, you know, I have accepted that, and I've learned to absolutely love bad, bad quarterback play. And yesterday, yesterday was the best. I was on the edge of my seat all day watching bad quarterbacks. You never know what these assholes are going to do. <laughs> it's phenomenal. That's my brand. Your brand is kicking and putting and stuff like that in a good way. Yeah. My brand is now bad quarterback play. Okay. I think I'm actually going to give out an award each week. For okay. bad quarterback play. I like it. I'm oh. either going to call it the Browns quarterback name jersey award. Mm-hmm. You know that? Oh, one? yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or I'm going to call it the Clausen, Tebow, Gabbert, Sanchez, Schaub, Osweiler, Leaf, Russell, Dilfer, Bowler, Leinert, Wanky, Harrington, David Carr award That's of the week. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Big I like fan that, of that I one. I like that second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you could run that back again, what's the name of it? It's the uh, Clausen, Tebow, Gabbert, Sanchez, Schaub, Osweiler, Leaf, Russell, Dilfer, Bowler, Liner, Wanky, Harrington, David Carr, Award of the Week. Of course. <laughs> of course it is. And my nominees for this week. All right. Uh, Blake Bortles. You can only throw four-yard crossing routes. It's bad. He good throws them really good, though. That crossing route. <laughs> Maybe he, the best crosser in the league. <laughs> Maybe. He hits that in stride, the guy in stride, and it, it's always a very tight spiral, too. I'm like, why can't you just take that model? 
Can't. And extend it a little bit. <laughs> can't. can't extend it past 10 years. Because I like Blake. Yeah. I like Blake a, good, a lot. He's a funny, good guy. He's a good, good personality. They show those crossing routes. Those are not easy balls to throw. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. A guy who runs a 4-2 sprinting directly sideways across the field, mm-hmm. hitting him in stride and with enough touch that they can catch that, it, that's a tough throw. And he can nail it every time. But you extend that six more yards. He's got no fucking nope, shot. None. None. And he's really bad at throwing to the, to the flat, the running back out of the flat, too. Has a hard time putting that in, in stride, too, which is wild. Uh, my second nominee is Jameis Winston. Four interceptions, and Fitzpatrick then teabagged him after he got out of the game. Bro, Fitzmagic was almost back. I know. You were referring to it earlier when yeah. you went on your little run. I didn't want to stop That's you there. Fine. That's fine. We almost put shirts back up for sale, by the way, mm-hmm. which I bet Bengals money line. So I was like, oh, Bengals money line. Yeah, yeah. And then they put Fitzpatrick in. He scores. I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, hindsight, we still got the shirts, though. Yep. Uh, so I'm t-shirt like, money. Hey, money, money, money. So in, I was very torn at the end. I was fucking torn. I'm, I'm on the phone with Phil. I'm like, I think we got to put the magic shirts back live. So after he scored, to tie it, I w- immediately went to the website to put a tweet out to buy the shirt. It wasn't on the site. I checked back 30 <laughs> seconds later because Ty sent out a tweet about it. I was like, oh, now it's back on the site. Yeah, now I know. That was literally me and Phil on the phone together. I'm like, because uh, I see him come in. I see him start to move. I'm like, we got to... We got to put the fucking Fitz Magic shirt. Yep. If he scores right here, we got to put the Fitz Magic thing. And then he scores. I'm like, all right, they got to go for two. They get to two. I'm like, put it live, Phil. It's fucking live. <laughs> There's no way, unlike you, I thought there was no way the Bengals come right. back and win that. Randy the Bull Bullet comes in, yeah. fresh out of his frat, hits a game winner in Cincinnati. <laughs> Good for the Braves. Two more nominees. Eli, there is no words for how bad Eli is. Eli is just, he, like, when you watch him, he's just, I don't know if he's staring directly at the line rushing at him, but it's and he doesn't move. He just stands there. He's like, well, I'm going to get sacked here. Uh, they and then zoom. the one interception he threw was an overthrow by like 16 yards. They zoom in on his face when he's getting tackled. It's so funny. It looks like he's getting literally stabbed and like <laughs> shot at. It's like a full ah, panic as it's going down. I would too, by the way. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. tackled by these 300-pounders. But is there no self-awareness in the Manning camp? I feel like there is, by the way. I feel like in the Manning camp, there is self-awareness. Peyton probably could have hung around for another couple years if he wanted to just hand the ball off. I feel like whenever he does commercials, he only does funny commercials. It seems as if there's no self-awareness in the Manning camp at the moment. Is Archie Manning losing it? Is Archie Manning (laughs) losing it? This is something that... Is Archie Manning losing it? It's like everybody, everybody around that situation is just frozen. Like the you know how you panic for a second and you just freeze. It's mm-hmm. like they're frozen. They're, they're making no moves whatsoever. That's what he to does during the pass rush. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see Peyton going to any of his games anymore, though. There's no real. I guess he, I was think on, he went there last. I guess he was on the sideline, but you, there was no shots of him no, in the no, no. suite. You know, Peyton's like, keep me off the fucking TV. Like, <laughs> well, he's throwing the way he's throwing. Just keep me off the fucking. TV. I think they're just holding on because he's they're their last. I, I the think last after last year and how poorly he played, he wanted to have one more good year. It's the only thing I can assume, right? He probably wanted to go out on somewhat of a I know. Sure. And it's bad. Has, it's bad right it, now. There's no self-awareness over there. It's like Skip Bayless. I learned this on my trip out to uh, L.A. Uh-huh. I guess he just, they literally, it's a job to keep him surrounded at all times with like-minded people. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So when Skip goes on to the TV show, he honestly believes everything he said because the people that he's been talking to just about, gassing him up. Oh yeah, he got gasoline around him. They're like, yeah, absolutely. LeBron ain't shit. <laughs> like he, the people all around him are just very much like, yeah, 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 absolutely. You're 100 percent right. So when he goes on 
on the show, there isn't even a thought of like, no, I'm wrong. It's like he's believing what mm-hmm. he's saying, and everybody can tell because he's selling it hard. So whenever the internet reacts, he doesn't even, it's like, oh, it's fucking internet. My people around me are all in, which is a, by the way, very successful model for old Skip for Bayless. Show, it's yeah. been a very successful model, but when it comes to this type of stuff, there's no self-awareness. Mm-hmm. This could also come back to bite you in the ass mm-hmm. if you got a bunch of people around you that don't have like a, a little hint of Hey, uh, let's get some wine. Uh, everybody, cheers. Uh, maybe last game, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get out of here. Well, and you think you? I keep waiting for them to just say, "Oh, you know what? His shoulders hurt. He's going to be out," and no. just let him stay out. But uh, you know, because if you're gonna just going for the first pick. You can do that with your backup. Well, the Raiders were also trying to do that, yeah. too. It's a battle right now for that first pick. I don't know if anybody's just going to be able to fall into that. You're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to trade away every fucking player you have if you want that first pick. And then my last nominee for the award for this week is, uh, since we're recording this on Monday, whoever Buffalo starts tonight. It's gonna be- <laughs> <laughs> whoever, whether it's Peterman or fucking Derek Anderson, it's going to be a shit show. Well, right? there you have it. That was the nominees for this week's uh, this Clawson. Clawson, Tebow, Gabbert, Sanchez, Schaub, Osweiler, Leaf, Russell, Dilfer, Bowler, Liner, Wanky, Harrington, David Carr, Award of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna have a good time with this one. Is there two live players in the league right now on that list? Oh, yeah, yeah. Osweiler's still in there. Um, I mean, I could have put, I could have put Peterman. I could have put some people in the league, sure, but you yeah. know, this it's just a, the greats. The greats mm-hmm. who are in the league right now are in the list. Yeah, he, Ray Guy has an award because he's done. <laughs> you know, and now whenever he was in the league, you don't just give out awards for people that are still in. They don't put statues up for people that are still in. Right. The league. No, no. It's once you've completed your mm-hmm. career of failure that you get added to the Clausen Liner. <laughs> Smith Stewart, whatever it is. You don't retire yeah. the jersey because you still need to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> How about someone on the opposite end of the spectrum that we just talked about, like AP? Oh, I thought he was done. Awesome. Guess who's back? <sighs> he's never he's unstoppable. He's defying time. So he was in, yeah. what, the Saints? They wouldn't give him the rock. Mm-hmm. So he threatened Sean Payton's life, goes to the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yep. good games First game, he scores, has a good Then they don't give him the rock or something happens. Eventually. He gets hurt. And then they sign with the Redskins. Everybody's saying the Redskins. Late Red... signing, too. Everybody's saying the Redskins are stupid, though. They're saying, oh, it's a waste of money. And then all of a sudden, that horse gets out there. Mm-hmm. Hey, he looks good in that uniform. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. He's catching passes finally, too. Like, they've never done that as career and running through yeah. tackles he's back to being the all day he i listened to a interview of his mm-hmm. because he tore his acl whenever he was with the vikings Correct. Mm-hmm. came back ahead of schedule yes. and then broke all the rushing records yes. and there's a, as a human who is also an athlete there mm-hmm. was a lot of question marks about oh. how does that happen how does a body heal faster than everybody else's body and then be better than everybody else's body that has ever played in said position? That's slow fish. But then he gave an interview and he said he thanked the Lord for giving him a body that recovers faster oh, than I other people's oh. body. So his body recovers faster than other people's body. So with that being said, age isn't a real thing then. Because the thing that hurts you whenever you get older, Todd can attest this, is your recovery <laughs> yeah, time. Recovery your recovery slower. time is way slower. So when you get older, you can I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm good once as I ever was. <laughs> and the reason why that line is that line is because the recovery time mm-hmm. is the issue. Yeah. Adrian Peterson said to the Lord, whichever one you believe in, Austin mm-hmm. Collie, Allah, mm-hmm. Oprah. Mm-hmm. All the other ones, mm-hmm. Jesus, the Greek ones, the Greek ones, all the Greek gods, Doctor Phil, Doctor Phil, good God, great show, <laughs> That's amazing. great show. If you believe in that, he has an actual faster recovery than everybody else. He can play forever if he wants. He's yeah. Wolverine. 
Yeah. He's Wolverine. That's what he, basically what he is. He's an anomaly, like superhuman almost. And that because I'm sure they've tested him. I mean, look at his when body he come back that fast. Yeah, yeah, they, they definitely, yeah. Test definitely test him. Yeah. Definitely test him. Not granted, they can't really figure out the HGH test. I don't yeah, think they do. They do blood tests. I didn't think that started until the last couple of years, though. But I've never heard of anybody failing the HGH test. Has anybody else? Nope. No. no. I have heard no people fail the HGH test. They give HGH. It was a big thing whenever they said uh, a percentage of you who are getting randomly tested will also have to draw blood for the HGH test. It was a big deal. They made a big deal out of it. Then there was a big conversation like, well, what do we know the baseline is for yeah, HGH? Like, right. what are you testing it? against False positives what are you testing it against because what if our testosterone level or hgh level is higher than the regular human because we're professional athletes which is definitely feasible yeah so that was a conversation for like two or three years and then finally it got passed i don't know what the agreement was but i've seen zero people fail for hgh Ooh. not that i have any idea of or suspicions of people who are on hgh but you've seen zero people fail for hgh Correct. which is very interesting I have a question because the amount of conversations that happened to get to the hgh yeah. testing was wild and i would assume those those levels could be crazy different for a regular person on Thursday than they are Saturday just because that's the way your body works sometimes. See, I know nothing about any of that, but I would assume so that you wouldn't be able to get a baseline. Exactly. I'll see shot Todd knows. So <laughs> <laughs> is that an annual test? Where you know about it ahead of time, no. like the marijuana test is? No. That, so any PED test is random whenever, all year round. The street drug test um, is once a year. It's an annual test. Starting on April 20th, 420, hilarious, all the way to the end of the first week of training camp. You get tested in there one time. You'll never get tested again. So at OTAs, the end of OTAs, which is in April and May, if you get tested during that, you're done. You're free. Go have a great time this summer. If you don't, that means the first week of training camp, you're definitely getting tested or during summer you're getting tested for the annual. Whenever it comes to PED, that can be at any given time, any day of the week. Guys can get tested two times a week if they want. If you have a big game, you're definitely going to get mm -hmm. tested. If you have a big game and you don't get tested, you feel disrespected by <laughs> Roger. You feel disrespected, but it was a part of the PED testing where a percentage of people who were randomly selected would also have to give blood for the H GH test, but the big conversation was like, well, what's the baseline? Who are you basing uh, the growth hormone level mm -hmm. off of? Is it a regular person? Because right. a regular person and a professional athlete probably have two different HGH levels. Not that I would know anything about this. This is just the conversations that were mm -hmm. being had. I'm not a scientist. I have no fucking idea or a doctor. But those are the things that were happening for a couple of years before the HGH test mm. finally got passed, and it was a wild scene. Wild, wild scene. Nobody's ever failed for it, though. Just, Nobody's yeah, I didn't felt. even think about that until you said it, but yeah, I've never heard it. Because it, it, for me, sitting in those meetings was all so dramatic. Uh -huh. It was all so dramatic. It, just like everything with the NFLPA, everything becomes so fucking dramatic. It's like, oh, if we give them this, we're going to have to give up this. Or if we want this, we're going to have to give up five more games. It's like, what? <laughs> well, that is not how it works. Can't you just go talk to these fucking right. people? It's a business arrangement. Can't you? Like, we wanted to eliminate marijuana from the street drug test. Uh -huh. We want to eliminate marijuana yeah. because a lot of guys use it as a medicinal thing. Instead of using pills, we have a very big pill popping problem right. in the NFL for a while. I'm not sure if we do now, but we did have a big pill popping thing for a while. Marijuana cannabis can take a, the place of a lot of those pills. So that was a conversation. So I do believe that there was a thought of potentially eliminating marijuana from the test. Uh -huh. 
But then the conversation was, well, then the NFL is going to ask us to play two more games. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why? why? Why does it have to be that way? Uh-huh. Well, anything that they give up, they want to get something back. That's how they, they were like talking to me as if uh-huh. I was an idiot. Like, that's how business works. I'm <laughs> well, like, let's not guess what they're going to counter with. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, what, dude, you have no idea. Let's put so, on the table and see what happens. So yeah. they raised the level. So uh-huh. they yeah, yeah. they raised the level to Olympic standards for marijuana. So it used to be that we had a we could have less THC in our body than the Olympics could have, and okay. it would be a failed test. Mm-hmm. Then they raised it to the Olympic standards for the amount of marijuana you're allowed to use for a failed test, which is still yes still testing for it. Right. It's just they felt like the NFLPA said, and we got the limit raised for the amount of THC. It's like. <laughs> well, I gotta stop. Still, t- yeah. I gotta stop smoking for what seventeen days instead of twenty. <laughs> right. The fuck, get the fuck out of here! You know, it was just uh, the way every everything's so dramatic, and that HGH thing was very dramatic. I, I'll, th- for how dramatic it was, it made you think like, oh, there's probably a lot of people taking this. And then whenever they start testing for it, it was like nobody failed for it. That's and I may be off base here, but this is something I've always thought is that the NH- the NFL doesn't want people to Correct. fail that test. So that they design it in such a way that they may know that there's an HGH usage problem, but they don't want to deal with the so backlash. I think the NFL does want people to fail, to be honest. Uh, and I understand the thought of you make the league look better if nobody's failing right. any of these tests. But the way the tests are set up, like they're random tests, they're this, they're that, because I think it's a flex by the NFL whenever they catch a guy doing something that they can say to the MLB, to the NHL, like, we do this right. We yeah. monitor it right, if that makes sense. Definitely. And uh, it, just like the marijuana, like it, the fact that they that's even on the test anymore, granted – I understand there's people that hate weed because you saw the hippies back in the day protest against the <laughs> troops in America mm. and they were the face of marijuana, mm. blah, blah, blah. But if you have a brain and don't live under a rock, you can see all the medicinal pros that marijuana and cannabis has. Aside from making you laugh more, eat better, and enjoy <laughs> life, there's a, there's a lot of things. But I do believe that the NFL wants to flex about how good they're monitoring their league and how in control they have their league. So I think they do want people to fail. It would be interesting to see because now that you say that, I don't recall any fighters and Ty correct me if I'm wrong like in the UFC or anything getting hit for HGH either it's no, always a more aggressive like to. testosterone yeah thing right and HGH I assume is very if you look at those heads on the fighters <laughs> yeah. if you look at the yeah, heads on the fighters in there you can yeah, I don't on. know all the side effects of uh-huh. HGH I don't think a lot of people do but if you look at fighters it would be hard not to be like it seems like their shit grew differently than the normal. <laughs> Why does your head look that way? It's, right. It just seems as if that would be something. Maybe they can't test for it, though. Yeah. Maybe it's just one of those things where they're saying they're testing for it, but there's no actual test. Yeah. For it. Who knows? Here's, very here's the one thing we brought up the other uh, after week four, when all those players were coming back from suspension, the four-game the four suspension. Nobody gave a fuck. No, they were talking yeah. about there was a big return, Nobody like a cares. homecoming. They, they, weren't, they weren't talking like, oh, these people were cheating. They were like, oh, Julian Edelman's back. <laughs> you know, he's rested. He's going to be doing some nobody special cares. things. Yeah, nobody even gave a single fuck. And I think it's because the testing process is all such a joke now. Mm-hmm. You can blame it on so many things. Not that it is. Not that it always is. You can blame it on so many things. You can say a supplement was tainted because it was created in the same factory as something that had something bad yeah. in it, and it just uh-huh. so happened to be tainted. You can say it was Adderall while you are partying. You can say it's all these things, and until, which I don't even think they can just reveal why you failed because of a HIPAA, I assume. Mm-hmm. You can, there's so many different excuses and outlets that are all legit, right? but there may not be for every single case. Yeah, it's very, This future of the sports is very interesting. Uh-huh. What does the NFL lose, though, if you, like, you lose a big player? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they suspended Tom Brady four games. Yeah. This yeah. is it, that's what I always fall back on. It's not about just one. Yeah. Tom Brady's the greatest player of all time, greatest quarterback of all time, and they were hunting to suspend him mm-hmm. for four games. Like it, it wasn't like they were just like, oh, we can wipe this one under the rug. Mm-hmm. They were trying to suspend him for four games. I think the NFL, Roger Goodell, they very much want to be able to say we regulate our league in a professional like a, manner. Like a like, big dick move, like. Yeah, it's definitely that, but I think they want to be able to flex and say we do things the would, right. We do things the right way over here at the NFL. It would be nice to if if yeah if that was the case with the NFL and these other organizations that they were just finally accepting that maybe HGH is a necessary thing because these people are putting their bodies through things they're not supposed to put their bodies through and they need to recover. So then the thought is, but I don't. Yeah. Then the thought is for the guys that don't take it, like they're at an unfair. Yeah. The guys that don't have enough money to find the guy that can do it for them or the girl that can. Do it for him, right. you know. It's like Anthony Gonzalez, for instance. He he said something whenever he was injured. Uh, he got hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. He was a very good wide receiver at Ohio State. I think he's running for senator right really? now in Columbus or Cleveland. Very interesting. Doesn't follow me on Twitter. I <laughs> he and I were good friends. I followed <laughs> him. I saw he was on Twitter. I checked it out. They're like he is a candidate for the something Senate. I'm like, okay, good for Gonzalez. Really good guy. But he got hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. And they were, I don't know if they were asking for him to take a pay cut or they were cutting him or something. And he said to me in passing in a conversation, he was like, all these guys get hurt and then they come back in two weeks because they just take a bunch of shit. He said, I'm not, I won't, I'm not willing to take a bunch of shit. And I think it's actually hurting me mm-hmm. business wise, oh, you know? Yeah. So that's the thought is yeah, sure. if you offer it up to the entire, if you offer it up to everybody, like, Hey. Uh, we are going to allow you to take this supplement now instead of banning it because we think it helps. Right. Then now there ha- now there comes an entire fucking conversation about, well, how are the people going to get that? How are the people going to do this? Well, what about this guy who doesn't know this person or this guy who's an undrafted free agent who doesn't have enough money? Now he's playing at an unlevel f- playing field with everybody. Mm-hmm. There's just always, sh- there's always shit talking. Yeah, there's, there's, well, that's a, that's a valid argument, though. Yeah. I mean, there's what do you, all- why, why do you tell the guy who just doesn't want to, to put that in his body. Exactly. Yeah. He's playing it. It's just like the guys in the majors back whenever Mark McGuire and Barry yep. Bonds were right. hitting dingers. Yeah. It's like you got the little <laughs> little fucking wiry guy stepping into the bat. Oh, my own base percentage is 250. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but everybody else is just hitting home runs every goddamn day, so you're going to have to get fired. Go to the Frontier League and pitch to Pat McAfee. <laughs> it's, uh, the state of sports is very interesting, but uh, I love that we cover it. Mm-hmm. I love that we talk about it. Well, I come to you from a hotel room in Bristol, Connecticut, because while I was traveling yesterday, a couple moves were made by my favorite football team on earth since hard knocks, the Cleveland Browns. We all have been invested in the Cleveland Browns. We all saw Hugh Jackson say, I'm going to win here right before jumping in a river to wash off his completely defeated stench from last year. We all saw Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley get into it on episode one of Hard Knocks. And we thought, oh, there could be a power struggle here. This could end up a bad thing. But we get the first pick of the overall draft, the future of the quarterback of the dog pond, Baker Mayfield's here. So Todd Haley will do what Todd Haley did with Ben Roethlisberger. 
They'll bring in Jarvis Landry, an Antonio Brown-type player. They'll get a good running back, which they did. We got a quarterback. Now it'll take time to build the process here. But no, no, no. No, no, no. Brad Paisley did that creepy thing where he thought about getting the RV that they stayed in in training camp. Hugh Jackson started inserting himself into situations he shouldn't have been in a lack of self-awareness. And after tie, after tie, after tie, after tie, after loss, after that incredible win when Baker Mayfield took him to the promised land, the ownership felt like they had one thing they had to do. The ownership wanted to fire Todd Haley. But the GM, the GM, old gum-chewing, sweatshirt-wearing son of a bitch, he wanted to fire Jackson. So what do they do? They fire them both. They fire them both. So now Baker Mayfield is going to have to start brand new with a whole new offensive coordinator. Hopefully it's Coach Wiley in the hot gut. They're saying maybe it'll be Lincoln Riley of Oklahoma, but whatever the case is, Hugh Jackson from Hugh Jack City somehow, some way, found a way to lose even after winning and tying. Todd Haley, swinging Todd Haley, tequila cowboy Todd Haley. He gets fired on his way out of the bronze. What a nightmare situation for the dog pond. You guys were finally able to drink Bud Light, and now you suck again. You don't deserve that. Hopefully the next rebuild will be the last rebuild. I'm excited to see it, and I can't wait to see what Baker Mayfield becomes. I saw a stat earlier. Their Cleveland Browns are the only team since like 1975 to be like plus 11 in the turnover margin and not have a winning record. Greg Williams, he's so pissed, I bet. <laughs> Greg Williams Here's... walking into those meetings like, I do everything I fucking can for you guys. I got people taking legs out for 20 grand, and we got nothing going on. Here's another fun one for you. Schefter just tweeted this out. After uh, the last five Browns head coaches have all been fired after the second Steelers game of the season. Oh, that has to feel good as a Steelers fan. Cronell, Mangini, Shermer, Chudzinski, and Mike Pettit. They haven't won there since 2003. Uh, That's a wild step. By the way, uh, thoughts and prayers, T's and P's to everybody in Squirrel Hill. Mm -hmm. I sent out a tweet that Squirrel Hill is a beautiful part of the city. I got a lot of people coming back to me like, it doesn't matter what part of the city is. It was a religious thing. Well, that means you don't know what Squirrel Hill is. Squirrel Hill is the Jewish community, basically, in Pittsburgh. That's what it is. It is a very beautiful community. What happened there is terrible. Just because one dumbass does one dumbass thing, I hope that the city of Pittsburgh doesn't get labeled as a bunch of like fucking haters and and anti-Semitic people. Pittsburgh is a beautiful city. That guy, obviously, a big jackass mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers to every single person affected in the synagogue and family in the whole area there squirrel mm-hmm. hill is a magical part of town where it's a melting pot literally of all the religions races in the city squirrel hill is a beautiful area my mom worked there for a decade so i was there often it was it's a really it was a sad sad situation with that being said that happens on saturday mm-hmm. donnie iris sings the national anthem on sunday mm-hmm. they haven't Lost to the Browns at home in how long? 15 years. 15 years. That Steelers money line was the biggest lock I've ever seen <laughs> in the history of my life. You got Donnie Iris singing the oh, national the anthem beforehand? Fucking Donnie. After the whole city has come together because of fucking idiot on Saturday, that Steelers money line was a lock, and I, I was, it was almost awesome to see the whole place come together. The moments of silence all over the world, Yes. They, those get me, man. Mm-hmm. They always get me because like that Minnesota Vikings place, is one of the loudest stadiums in the league right now. Mm-hmm. 
And that moment of silence, whenever they had last night, it was just like you could hear a pin drop. It's it's sad that moments of terrible have to put a perspective on things, how we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. But I, I do enjoy watching the love and unity of our country after a dumbass does something absolutely terrible. With that being said, Steelers are definitely going to win that game. That was no yeah, doubt was about never it. Doubt. I mean, they, they knocked off some rust early in the first quarter, and then after that it was, besides back- the one fucked up on the, on the uh, after the, after the safety, besides that, it was a blowout. Le'Veon Bell, by the way, still not playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Apparently, he's going to hold out until today, actually. Well, today's today's the trade, trade deadline. Yesterday or today? Today, Tuesday, is the trade deadline. So he wants to come back after the trade deadline so that they cannot trade him. He doesn't want to be traded? No. What hmm. does he want? Nobody knows what this guy wants. Nobody I don't think he knows what he wants. Well, I, 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 think, it's, I think he knows what he wants. <laughs> I don't, I don't think his agent. I, well, I think he does want to rap. I think his agent doesn't know what Le'Veon mm-hmm. wants. There you go. I, I think yeah. there is quite there a little because he said he missed playing. He missed the game. He wanted to come back Correct. week seven. He wanted to come back, and then his agent, I assume, got on his phone. Was like, no, 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 no. We don't go back till week ten. We don't do this. We're not forced to be back until then. They would have paid. Then he starts saying they would have paid you if they wanted you back. Like that's mm-hmm. they yeah. start you like start digging in almost. And I honestly believe that Le'Veon Bell is stuck in a bad situation here with his agent's thoughts, his thoughts, and then all of Pittsburgh's thoughts mm-hmm. because I don't. He's got to be happy, though, with how well Connor's doing because at first this whole thing was he didn't want to be overworked this year. So now that Connor's doing very well, you would think that they would have a nice little healthy split the rest of the season if he did show up. Well, at first he just wanted his money. Yeah, yeah. Then they didn't. he didn't want to be overworked mm-hmm. because it's going to be a one-year rental. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then he wants to play again, so he wants to come back. Then he's not back. Then he doesn't want to be a stealer for the long haul. This is the end of it. Then he doesn't want to be traded. It's like... What, there's no real – it doesn't make any sense here. It doesn't make any sense. This is what you expect, though, from somebody from Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't deserve that. We're going to find out real soon that. he's got to be back before week 10 uh, or he loses that pretty much everything. It just doesn't make much sense to me what's going on with him. I, I don't – So it's tough, like you said, he wants to limit uh, his body of work, but he's also a guy I imagine that yeah. wants the ball every time. They said that he wasn't rusty last year when he showed up late. They just didn't give him the ball. Remember, we talked to a Didi... Uh, Disa Bakari, I think. Yeah, his yeah. name. We talked to a Disa Bakari, and I said, you know, is he going to be rusty whenever he does his holdout? Because last year, whenever he came back after his holdout, he was bad. He had no money. He was like, well, if you looked at the film, he wasn't getting the ball enough. He wasn't getting this. He wasn't being put in situations. He actually was doing great. They just weren't giving him the ball. And then this year, it's like, well, we don't want him to get the ball because we don't want him to get hurt. It's like, what the fuck do you guys want? And I bet if you're the Steelers, there, there has to come a point where you're like, we don't know what the fuck this guy wants. Mm-hmm. We didn't give him his money. That's We know, number one, he wanted 17 a year. Mm-hmm. He wanted 17 million a year. We didn't give him that. Now it's like, it's just all, everything's lost. Everything is completely lost. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. Well, he'll come back for the Super Bowl run. No bell needed, though. No bell needed. James Conner, get the shirt. No bell needed. Diggs is wearing it. Yep. Had to. <laughs> Diggs is wearing it. Did a 200-yard day yesterday. Uh, hashtag end gang. Hashtag end game. Send me entertaining stuff. I'm on a trip all by myself in uh, Bristol, Connecticut. I got like six hours of meetings tomorrow, shaking a lot of hands to see if there's any business to be had together. Hopefully there is. Hopefully there is. If not, don't care. <laughs> if there is, it would be awesome. It would be absolutely awesome. I think this this lineup of meetings with ESPN seems a lot better than the ones that went with Fox. Yeah. Just for future reference. Good. Fox nice. had me out there and basically were showing me around like I was a Make-A-Wish kid. <laughs> And I was like, this is where we go on TV. I was like, oh, nice. (laughs) This is where, and now sit with the VIP winners that got a chance to come in. Please don't ask for any autographs. (laughs) 
<laughs> That'd be so funny if ESPN's listening right now. Like, oh, cancel the tour. Cancel the tour. <laughs> <laughs> right now, cancel it. <laughs> They're not, <laughs> They're not. Uh, so we'll see how this goes. I'm pretty excited about it. Could be a good handshake. Yeah. I grew up. I think everybody did watching Sports Center. Yes. Mm-hmm. ESPN was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Sports Center, Monday Night Raw. That was it. Sports Center, Monday Night Raw. That was it. Every single I don't care about anything else. And then Sports ESPN kind of had to start finding their way again. And then now hopefully we'll see what happens. Okay. Hopefully I can help. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to wear. I'm packing mm. so much. I don't know what to wear. Everybody on their fucking TVs are in suits. Mm-hmm. I don't really have any suits. Only the ones that I wore for the, the WWE, WWE stuff. Chuck Pagano shirt. <sighs> what? Your Chuck Pagano shirt. The shirt that I created? Yeah, Custom yeah. made, head to toe. Ah. That's a good idea. But that shirt was only created to get around his dress code. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it actually fits in an actual dress code place. So I think I'm going to wear a sports coat. Yeah. With that underneath, you could do it. I'll probably wear a button down, like a f- an actual button down, like not that. the Chuck Pagano button down no, that yeah, I created. Full button down. Mm-hmm. And then probably I'm going to wear these jeans, I think. I think I'm gonna wear these stonewashed holy jeans, so they know, they know that. Like, listen, I'm I'm playing your game here, still but, keeping it real, but I'm still, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of like uh, I don't I, I say this a lot, but it will be a mullet of costumes, like <laughs> business on top, party on the bottom. I, I, I'm playing your game. I'm dressing up here, but but I think that plays. I think so too. Which is the flavor they need? I think so too. So. I'm also going to be on Get Up, I believe, Wednesday morning. Nice. Which is a show on ESPN. Bring your good shoes. Jalen always tries to show out with his shoes. Always. All right. Yep. I'll bring some shoes. <laughs> what is he, a sneakerhead, Jalen? Yeah. Big time. They have him on the side of the panel just so he can show off his sneakers. Okay, so I got to bring shoes. Do yeah. they wear suits on that show? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Not like, every day. Typically. Yeah. Yes? I'd say typically. Like Dan Olavsky do. does. Jalen wears something nice, but it's not exactly a suit. Greeny wears a suit. Yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I think might, it, might, it might be more like you know, um, Good Morning Football. How they dress, kind of. No, it's not really a suit, but it's like a. This is I'm going on to a show that I've never watched, <laughs> and I will watch it. And it's strictly because normally we're doing stuff at the same time, so it's difficult to catch up on what everybody else is doing. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess I'll watch some clips today while traveling just to see what the right move is. No, they're not wearing suits. No, just no. nice. Greeny's got like a three-quarter zip-up, and Jalen's wearing a hoodie in this one. There you oh. go. Okay, so I'll wear a Henley. Like I wear uh, yeah, I wear yeah. my black long-sleeve Henley just because it's it's formal, but it's here to party. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know some I mean? days there's jackets, some days it's a nice sweater. You know. So I'll have good shoes on, the Henley. Everybody, take a picture of me on Get Up and tweet <laughs> it to me and rate my fit. Rate my outfit on if I look like I should be there or shouldn't be there. And if you think ESPN is going to offer me any role at all, just strictly <laughs> off of what I'm wearing on Get Up, let me know. Do that. That's tomorrow morning. Uh, aside from that, hashtag Endgame, hashtag Endgame. Send me some entertaining shit. If I get a, if I get a good laugh out of it, we'll send you some merch. I hope you have an incredible Tuesday, the greatest Tuesday of all time. We're so thankful for you. PatMacShow.com, get your merch, get your love. Um, Black Friday is going to be awesome. Yes, it is. We got some heaters coming out. Be fucking ready. We got some heaters coming out. Oh, yeah. Like legit heaters. And one of the greatest questions of all time. Like they'll keep you warm. (laughs) They will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm off the promotion, by the way. Roasty and toasty. And and your people at the party will be like, oh, that's a fucking dope. Mm -hmm. Anything. Anything. Yes. Anything we we got, we got some Christmas sweaters coming out. 
Not you just got, some Christmas sweaters. These the, are pretty the Christmas, epic sweaters. Christmas sweaters. I feel good about these Christmas yeah. sweaters, by the way. We weren't really a part of the process in the last couple of years in creating the Christmas sweaters. Mm-hmm. This time we got the vitamins together and had a real <laughs> sit-down <laughs> session. Feel pretty good about it. We got a brand new sweat hoodless sweatshirt that I think people will enjoy. Oh, yeah. And I got this, I got this bomber jacket that I designed myself. Mm-hmm. Strictly so I can wear it every day. <laughs> that hopefully we only have a hundred other ones. Hopefully those sell out pretty quick. Yeah. I'm very excited for Black Friday. I think you all should be too. It'll be twenty percent off the whole store that whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And if we hit a certain amount, a goal for the company, somebody will be getting a tattoo. <laughs> somebody will be getting a tattoo. Awesome. Uh, there's a lot of relief just came from the <laughs> that was uh, potentially going to be a brand. Uh, I looked into the brand stuff. I watched more videos of people getting branded, and I think we should turn away from that <laughs> just strictly because I don't want to have to put. I don't want to be known as the boss that put somebody through that. But a tattoo we can do. Yeah, yeah a tattoo yeah. we can do. If we sell a certain amount of items, somebody will have to get a tattoo of some sort. Live on the spot on Cyber Monday. 20% off the whole store. Black Friday all the way through Monday. (laughs) Should be a good time. Today's show is brought to you by Lisa Mattresses. There is no better mattress on this earth than a Lisa Sleep Mattress. Mm -hmm. Ty, you have one. How do you feel about it? I love it. Um, it, it showed up in a box mm-hmm. at your doorstep. Yep. So it means you didn't have to do any of the weird things that happen whenever you do mattress buying. Correct. Just pick the one I wanted. You didn't have to walk into any of those drug front operation mattress operations where there's <laughs> just a slew of beds laying around where you lay on one, roll over to the next. Oh, this one feels a little better than this one and this one and this one. Then you look back and who's laying on a bed you just laid on? Zito. So uh. then you think, wait, who was laying on his bed before I laid on it? Probably another Zito, which uh. is a wild, wild, wild. <laughs> old scene it's one of those things where the old mattress purchasing operation is one of the past there's no reason to do it anymore because there is a better mattress that is ready to show up at your doorstep Mm -hmm. and that's a lisa sleep mattress lisa does everything from packing the bed to studying why the bed needs to be good Mm -hmm. there's no bad spots and it goes from box to your room in less than what two minutes yep you don't need to have two creepy mongoloids tracking dirt all in your house bringing a mattress in banging everything knocking your furniture over thanks man i did that with my fucking floor last (laughs) week it's a nightmare there was mongoloids walking around everywhere (laughs) but you don't have to do that with mattresses anymore because lisa has cut out the middle person so it goes straight from your order Mm -hmm. to your door to your bedroom in minutes you go to lisa.com slash mcafee and you get 150 dollars off when you use promo code mcafee at checkout that's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash mcafee m-c-a-f-e-e and get 150 dollars off shout out lisa for being a sponsor of the show shout out to you for getting a lisa mattress because it's absolutely beautiful hashtag end gang hashtag end game go ahead and send what the other side of Evan Foxy's bed looks like when he's laying in it. Big old slice of pizza. Or it could be an abyss with nobody there. That seems to be the trend. Uh, Aside from that, I got to go get on a plane. I love you all. Have a great day.